0: Hey everyone, I'm Ian. And I'm Sam. And this is Do I Like This, the podcast.
1: Yay! Woo!
0: This is a podcast where I bring my wife, Sam, B or sci-fi movies that I enjoy.
1: And I I don't even have words anymore.
0: I tried to make it up to you by bringing an actor from one of your favorite shows.
1: Thank you, I appreciate it. You're welcome.
0: <laughs> so this week I think we should just dive right in, mm-hmm. as we don't really have any business, uh, Oh, we have a new YouTube actually. Yes. So per request from quite a few people, we've now uploaded almost all of our backlog to YouTube. Uh, Do I like this question mark? Search it, you'll find our channel.
1: And if you can't find it, search Snow Beast or Frankenfish and it will pop up.
0: Yes. (laughs) I feel like we've cornered the market on those two two products and uh,
1: I couldn't be happier. So I've heard if you're having from people anyway, I've heard the legend is that if you're having trouble finding our podcast on Spotify, which
0: mm-hmm.
1: apparently is very difficult to find podcasts that aren't like super duper popular, you have to search by episode. And if you search some of our more obscure titles, like Frankenfish Frank or yeah. Snowbeast, we pop up immediately.
0: It's actually have to, I have to find our podcast yeah.
1: on Spotify yeah,
0: <laughs> and I run it.
1: So hot tip over here.
0: Yeah, that's cool. So a uh, great new place. Please visit sub.
1: Yeah, it's nothing fancy right yeah. now. It's just audio over the title, like our picture the cover art
0: that Sam yeah. made. Shout out um, to my wife's talents.
1: Mm-hmm. Eventually, we're gonna upload some videos, maybe like one of our interviews or something. Mm-hmm. We're kind of figuring all of that out right now. We didn't expect there to be demand for any of it. So. <laughs> right.
0: So that's that. Uh, so now we'll get into our movie this week. This is a 2005 teen-style horror, CW I era. I called
1: it uh, the WB horror, yeah, this or is from CW the w, horror, depending CW, on how CWB you
0: horror.
1: Ooh. There you go. The CWB CW horror
0: genre. Nobody take that. That's ours. That's ours. Copyright. Copyright. <laughs> <laughs> we said it. It's real. Uh, so this is the CWB horror film starring Jensen Eccles of Supernatural, Devour from 2005. Is, did
1: you call him Jensen Eccles?
0: Oh, gosh. Is it Ackles?
1: It's Eccles. Get it right, Ian. The let Supernatural me, fandom no, dude, me, will I, come at you I, like a bag of dicks.
0: I, I, I'm going uh, to leave this in because you made it funny. <laughs> Apologies to the Supernatural fan base. I love him. I'm a big fan. Yeah, I'm just we, shitty at pronouncing things.
1: We are big fans.
0: So the 2005 CWB horror, Devour... The IMDb describes it as, quote, (laughs) this this IMDb starts off as like a generic third party or third person description of the movie. Great. Revolves around a character named Jake Gray and his friends that have been playing a deadly game called The Pathway, which eventually spirals out of control and threatens a worldwide epidemic of violence. What? (laughs) I know. I just read it before I said it, too. And that was my first reaction. What?
1: No, not even close. Kind of the beginning was sort of right, I guess. Kind of.
0: I feel like it's weird to start off a description of with revolves around a character.
1: Yeah. That's how, you know, it's a, like a fan edit sort of thing. I'm surprised that the supernatural fan base hasn't come in and like beefed it up and made it better and mm. more interesting because it's mostly populated by talented, fun, funny people. Maybe mm-hmm. uh, one of them. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I don't go to IMDb and edit things cause yeah, just right. Someday when I have time, that's probably all I'll do with my life after this podcast.
0: I mean, it sounds like a, <laughs> I would, it's a deep dive easily on IMDb. You could spend days on that place,
1: but I'm really surprised that there's not more, uh, finesse there from the fans. So we'll just kind of jump in. Yeah. It's apparently a Satan movie, as evidenced by the opening credits, which have pictures of bible Satan things, I guess. All right? I could
0: think of in the opening was my music run has returned.
1: So this sounded, this music was what I <laughs> called fake emo.
0: Oh my God. It
1: was like AFI and disturbed, had a weird baby.
0: And then they filtered it through like blue orgy.
1: Yeah, it was very bizarre. Um, The opening credits are actual pictures of Jensen Ackles as a baby and (laughs) child. Um, Some choppy Satan pictures. I also need to, I think you and I both did this. His name in real life is Jensen Ackles. Sometimes in my notes I wrote J-A or something. But I pretty much only referred to him as Dean the entire oh, yeah. time.
0: I wrote okay. Dean in my notes the entire time. So <laughs> when we refer to the character Jake Gray, is it's Dean?
1: Yeah. So for anyone who's not a supernatural fan, which I, I, it's it's confusing to me. But there are people out there who are not. Aware. I was one
0: until you exposed me to but it just a I'd couple years it.
1: ago. But you knew about it. Yeah, you know? and I wasn't yeah. a
0: detractor or didn't like it. I just hadn't seen it.
1: So. I guess we should preface this because there's probably going to be a lot of supernatural references here. Yes. Jensen Ackles is one of the main two characters in the television show supernatural, which unfortunately just ended this past year and. His, but it
0: got a good run.
1: Oh yeah. It, it was like the longest running like 16? horror TV, teen TV show. I think it was 15, 15. Jeez. Years, episodes, uh, seasons, whatever. Um, point is his name in that show is Dean and that's just what we call him for the entire movie yeah.
0: <laughs> so and honestly he's playing Dean in this movie mm-hmm. in a lot of ways
1: you haven't seen enough supernatural ian's only on season 5 yeah so early dean early <laughs> early dean uh
0: also, before we leave the titles, I have never seen a credit opening credit font as illegible.
1: Oh, yeah. Almost you impossible to read.
0: Read the names mm-hmm. of most of these people. And that's genuinely supposed to be like their recognition moment other than acting in the film, obviously, but you know, their name on it. Mm-hmm. I don't know why anyone didn't go.
1: Almost everyone in this movie is someone who has gone on to do really big things or had done something like fairly big before this movie, like everybody in it is very recognizable. Yeah. And if you go and look them up, you'll be like, oh shit, that's who that is. Mm -hmm. Everybody for the most part.
0: Or they were in an episode of supernatural because I think 12 cast members had been in Supernatural. Yeah.
1: I read that trivia too. But then again, supernatural has been on for a very long time. Most Mm -hmm. people, it's like law and order. Most people have been in it. (laughs) Uh, so we have to just talk about the opening music real quick. It gave me some Bloody Bill vibes. It did. It was r- repeating the same phrase over and over again. And I don't remember how it went, but we were you laughing. Laugh we were really both laughing hard. a lot. And it the lyrics were, banish you, disappearing, fading, over and over and over again. And it was very strange. Very strange. Yeah,
0: I I have no additional feedback to that. I mm-hmm. agree with all your points.
1: Yeah. So then everything is red-colored, and we're on some red-colored woods, and then it fades aggressively to regular green woods in a really terrible way. Like someone had a filter on it and then just removed it.
0: <laughs> I was so glad, because for a second I was like, no, 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 we are not about to watch a movie in an entirely terrible red shade.
1: I didn't think that was going to be the case, but...
0: You didn't see Mega Piranhas, where the whole film was in a terrible orange uh, sepia shade. So I had like a, a PTSD moment that only Brett will appreciate.
1: Yeah, I'm cool with that. So uh, the movie opens on Baby Dean in camo with a rifle.
0: Okay, and no, his no. wide leg pants. Yes, thank you. Let's correct. He's not in camo. Well, a He's camo, wearing shirt, a camo shirt, camo shirt, camo jacket. A standing out black beanie cap and just blue bell-bottom jeans those, <laughs> i
1: wrote those early 2000s like big wide leg not Genko sized not yeah. quite but they were like bell-bottomy wide leg boys jeans look so dumb
0: i was looking at my notes and i was wondering if that camo jacket was just so good <laughs> that it hid all the rest of him from wildlife
1: most people who go hunting don't wear full camo then what's the point I think it's just like a lifestyle choice.
0: All right. I'm not hating on it. I just. Well,
1: and also you don't really need to hide your entire body if you're like in a tree stand or something or you're squatting or whatever.
0: All right. I guess I could I could see that point. But my thought is if you're going to go camo, go camo, like go all in.
1: I think it was just an aesthetic thing for the movie. All right. So we hear like a bear growling, but it's definitely not a snow beast.
0: Oh, the growl? No, no, yeah. no, it's no snow beast. Yeah. It's not even a beast of Bray Road.
1: No, it's a mountain lion. We're, we're getting an
0: interesting, we should create a, a, it, a like, the, you know, the, the pain scale. <laughs> but it should be the snow beast yeah. scale of the roars.
1: It's a snow beast like kitteny purr <laughs> <laughs> up to an uninvited cat yowl.
0: Up to uh what was the last one we did where the cat yeah was even more uh,
1: Oh reanimator.
0: Reanimator yeah, cat. That was yeah. aggressive cat. That's <laughs> a real cat. The um, cat's back from the dead.
1: See, so it says cooler jumps out, he kills it, and then he's field dressing it, and apparently that means you're double fisting <laughs> into its whole body with both hands, like up to your elbows. He was more like Luke on Hoth. <laughs> yeah. He was trying thing. to climb up in it to I get was warm. Confused. It was very weird. And then he's, like, burying the the entrails, which we find out later is a thing, apparently. Um, So, as that's happening, he hears a cry. And I thought it sounded like a baby. I did, too. Right? Okay. He runs to this crusty-ass old cabin that kind of looks like Evil Dead-like Leaving his
0: gun behind.
1: Yeah. And his knife.
0: You're not a real hunter. Come on, man.
1: Very weird. You don't leave your weapons. So... Evil dead cabin. He goes, he starts to walk in and you can see from the outside that there's blood spattered all through the wind, like over the windows. Red flags. Right. He goes to walk in. There's a naked lady laying on the floor crying, making noise.
0: Definitely in distress. Yeah. That's kind of how I looked at that.
1: He reaches down to touch her and then.
0: And he says the line, miss, you Okay.
1: Yeah, that's right. He hasn't <laughs> spoken at all for, like, the first five minutes of the movie. The most
0: unnecessary Garrett's question arc. in that scenario. Clearly, yeah. no.
1: So then she turns around and aggressively shoves a snake into his neck, which what bites him. What the fuck? And then it turns out it's a vision. And then we get our first voiceover.
0: Oh, man. All right. So I'm just going <laughs> to take a moment. I hate voiceovers.
1: I, I don't love them unless it's really warranted and here it is not
0: i know th- there are movies out there where it works but i can't think of one and i genuinely dislike the cheapness of just exposition mm-hmm. that you decided oh we're just gonna tell the audience versus yeah we couldn't think of a better scene or scenario or if this because if this is such important information it should be in the movie
1: happening i mean It was something he could have said offhanded to one of his friends. Yeah. So what he's saying is that he has these waking nightmares. Um, as he's driving his like Jeep Grand Cherokee around town, the same road he drives on thirty-five times in this movie. Yes,
0: that back and forth. That stretch of wooded forest gets Mm -hmm. its work in.
1: Um, he just is talking about I have had these waking nightmares. And that's pretty much it. And so we'll randomly get flashes of them through the rest of the movie and they're red. Mm-hmm. Like what we opened with. Yeah. that mean that. That's all says, I got from that. He
0: says one important thing in this is he's talking about it. And, you know, these have been a problem until I found the pathway.
1: Oh, I didn't catch he that. I didn't write the that down here.
0: And at the point in time in the film as I'm watching it, so the listeners have been through the film so far. It's not going to trigger you in the way it triggers me. And that I've seen the whole film and I'm angry because when you get to the end, oh. you realize what they're doing. So with now I'm having
1: now I'm having a revelation about the voiceover. Yeah. So all of this already happened. When yes. He's, oh. This is a
0: retelling of a story that already happened by him in that final scene. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. He's replaying yep. it through his. Whole OK, head. and let's not. I don't like it. OK, but
1: we'll talk about that later. Yes. OK. I get it now. Makes more sense.
0: It does make a little more sense, but I I'm wish not, they would
1: I mean, have established that better because it, exactly. I wouldn't I wouldn't have been confused by it.
0: Well, I didn't get it until I was re-looking at my notes before we did this. And then I realized, oh, he did say that beginning. Yeah. Oh, it's all past tense. Got it.
1: Oh, you know what we forgot to mention? We watched this on DVD. Oh, yes. From Ian's Binder of Wonders. Mm-hmm. Uh we have a moment later that ian notated that we'll talk about but we had a dvd moment we did watch this on dvd so i don't know where you can get this movie
0: oh yeah i haven't looked
1: maybe nowhere yeah this may be the only dvd left in existence of this movie so now we're on a college campus i didn't write the name down because who cares
0: it was goofy i didn't read it
1: and dean walks up and that leather jacket I am one hundred percent sure is his Dean leather jacket from Supernatural. I couldn't find any trivia about it though. I didn't look too hard. I looked in IMDb mm-hmm. and Wikipedia and didn't find it. Uh, that is his Dean jacket from Supernatural. Absolutely, it one hundred percent is. And if it's not, it's a very good replica. So, so I, either
0: well played or kudos.
1: Right. So he walks up to this guy who I call Ginger for the rest of the movie. Uh, he's an angry redheaded. Man, he looks like he's much older than I, ugh, his childhood friend. He looks like he's forty.
0: He has carrot top syndrome, where he kind of looks a little like him, but he also has like aggressive, older-looking face.
1: He's like that young, carrot top has. He you don't know how old he is.
0: Yeah, but you're you're certain it's older than whoever he's hanging out. He with. He
1: looked exactly like the actor who played Bob Fossil in The Mighty Boosh, except with red hair. Hmm. Right? Just like him.
0: I'm going to have to Google that after because I want to see it now side by side.
1: <laughs> like a young version of, of him whose name I can't remember. Sorry, I love him. Oh, it's going to come back to me. Rich Fulcher. Super funny guy. So he offers Jensen, uh, Dean, whatever his name is in the movie, um, a joint. And Dean's like, Nah, dude, I'm good. When's the last time you slept? Are you like, what is wrong with you? So obviously this guy is like, not okay.
0: Yeah. He's got things going on in their relationship.
1: And he makes a comment about like his dad might be abusive or something, but then mm-hmm. it never comes back up again. Um, right. He's just, he, just trying like, to think of an It seems like he may not have a very nice home life.
0: I think what they're trying to do with this character is establish that he does not like his life.
1: Right. And he also lives on campus, which is important later. And Dean does not. Dean lives at home with his dad, which is also important later. So then we get a guy drives up in a truck. His name is Darius. He's... So he's a black guy, which doesn't matter except for I think there's like a weird racial undertone to the scene that is about to come up. It seemed like there may have been. I
0: thought that's what they were going to go with, but that through line doesn't continue.
1: No, it doesn't after the scene at all. So it was a little confusing. So he pulls up. He's talking to Dean. He's like, oh, you're going to play ball? And I didn't know if he was talking about like basketball, baseball, football, whatever. So some sort of sport. Sports ball. Sports ball. That's right. So the ginger guy is like oogling uh, Darius's girlfriend who's in the car with him. And Darius is like, dude, what's up? What are you looking at? You fucking weirdo. And the ginger guy, whose name is like Conrad?
0: Oh, yes. Because right? he calls they him, call him Connie, Connie. later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll call him Connie.
1: Sure. He he's makes some nasty comment. And then we are shooting from behind him and he has a gun in his waistband and he goes to take it out. And Dean just like bear hugs him and is like, nope. Yeah. And, and Darius is like, what the, f- what's going on? What has he got in his hand? Yeah. What the fuck? And he's like, no, nah, we're good. Just, just get out of here. Skedaddle. <laughs> and Ian and I were looking at each other like, what is happening? That escalated very quickly.
0: Only makes sense having finished the film now because Connie then, as Dean's like, dude, what the fuck, man? Connie goes, it told me to scare him. What? And yeah. And then I was like, okay.
1: Yeah. So when he said it, I thought he was referring to Darius. And I was like, what are they about to do here? That's yeah. awful. Yeah. So now that, okay, now I get it. Because yeah. I was confused. I didn't know what he was talking about. I thought that it, he was calling Darius it. And I was like, What? So
0: here's where I want to ask you a question about movies in general. This movie does a horrible job of its subtle trying to Mm -hmm. hint at stuff until it's revealed. Right. How do you feel about movies? I think it can be done well.
1: If they would have made it clearer, Mm -hmm. that, because the dialogue didn't convey that. I didn't understand what he said. I didn't understand... He had, like, a quick little sentence instead of saying something like, oh, they told me to do it. Like, it it doesn't— the wrong noun. Right. I didn't get what he was saying, and that's why I was confused, and I thought he was referring to Darius and calling him an it. And that's why I was like, is that, like, a—is ra- he doing, like, a racial thing? Like, what the fuck?
0: I originally, in my first notes, thought, oh, are these voices in his head? You know, is it is, is, is he is is his weed corrupt or something? Like, is he having some like paranoia yeah. scenario?
1: Yeah, and so I it just under- wasn't clear. So it wasn't clear. <laughs> so I would um I would say that if they did try to make it seem like that, mm-hmm. then that would be fine. But it, it was it only happened like twice where there was a weird reference. Yeah, that you you could potentially. You know, watching again say, oh, whoa, that's what's happening. It never happened again.
0: I think this movie tries it unsuccessfully so it doesn't come off to the viewer that they're doing it again, but they think
1: they are. Okay, because it didn't register for me. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's because I've never seen it before. And so.
0: I mean, I haven't seen this in 15 years. And I think the only reason it's registering for me is I'm thinking back on it now having just Mm -hmm. seen it. And looking through ahead on my notes and going, oh, oh, is that what they were
1: trying to do? That didn't work. Okay. So um, let's just real quick set up the next scene so we can talk Mm -hmm. more about it. So uh, it's established at this point that it's Dean's birthday. And he's 21. Woo, Legal to drink. So then we are (laughs) moving into Dean's lecture hall here where he's in class, and we're getting the classic uh, Joe Campbell lecture.
0: I was going to call it the final exam lecture. I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Well, no. the <laughs> Was the final – Did were they talking about Joseph Campbell, Dude, the final exam the, too? We,
0: the final exam lecture was a nightmare. It Are was they, garbage, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was just a joke.
1: But most movies like this that have like a metaphysical thing going on mm-hmm. – everybody does the joseph campbell thing which whatever he's the father of of myth and legend and storytelling which is fine but it's also like a real easy low-hanging fruit well this
0: movie was all about low-hanging fruit oh so
1: much and some creepy hanging fruit (laughs) so then so then we get the entrance of a belly button i wrote a
0: midriff enters
1: class yeah you see this chick's <laughs> whole entire midriff. Before decoys you hallway level midriff. Ever see her face? That's true. It's even more so. It's like double decoys. So she is wearing the quintessential early two thousands outfit with super super low riding teeny tiny mini skirt. Um, just only covers your vagina really, and your butthole, and then a little teeny like american flag shirt <laughs> and like i don't even remember what else but that was the gist of it uh got the little blonde bob going on she really was like it aw- was a college era flashback yeah. for
0: us oh yeah, yeah.
1: and uh um, like, my
0: blonde bob was so good though babe you would have <laughs> you would have been i'm into sure it.
1: it was better than this quarantine mullet you've got rocking right now
0: oh a million percent a million percent.
1: So she sits down next to him, Dean, and he turns the computer toward her, and it sort of is like, "Oh, we don't, we don't know each other." Kind of vibe. He's like, "Oh, here's what you missed so far," and she says something like, "If I, if I cared about whether or not I missed it, I would have been here on time," or something stupid. No, that's
0: exactly that's what you, she said. Almost. You nailed it, and you nailed the tone and pitch.
1: <laughs> so she's super sassy, established right there. Uh, she. It gets, so basically it turns into a birthday BJ innuendo. She throws her pen on the floor. It goes down like she's about to like give him a big old BJ in the middle of class. So this is
0: like one of those tiered stadium lecture Mm -hmm. halls. So the people in the like raised row behind are like doing exaggerated facial expressions. Like, is this really happening? And I was like, this isn't really happening. No,
1: no. Because I was like, oh, this is either a dream or some sort of joke.
0: Dude, I would have been all in if this was a horror nightmare dream and a snake bit him in the dick. That would have been great.
1: (laughs) Keep the snake theme. Right, because it never comes back. (laughs) No. So she pulls out from underneath the table a big old bottle of champagne with a big bow on it.
0: You know what every twenty one year old guy wants for In the middle of his college lecture
1: and like plops it on the table and I'm like you couldn't have done this between classes or at lunchtime or later.
0: Yeah, any other time.
1: And the professor takes quite a while to catch on she's having like they're having a full-on <laughs> conversation the lecture hall is pretty small i think it's like 50 people he's only a few rows away from the professor from the way that it was shot anyway and the professor's just like blah blah blah. and then finally he's like um am i interrupting something yeah and he's also share he's also not nearly as annoyed as he should be in no. my opinion <laughs> he's pretty cool
0: with it and we find out well, the he reason- wasn't he
1: wasn't cool with it he just wasn't as annoyed by it as he should have been. Well,
0: I think the reason is because the person who's doing it. Oh, is cause he
1: wants to bang her. a
0: girl. He's going to try and bang. Yeah. yeah cause after they're back and forth, he's like uh, Dakota was yeah. her name. I'm yeah. so proud. I remember that. Um, My office 30 minutes. And she's just like, hey. now I just want to say right here, we skipped over the fact that Dakota and Dean have zero oh. sexual chemistry in this film. Unfortunately,
1: like the least amount of chemistry you could possibly yeah. have between two people is these two right here
0: now the most important thing that happened from this scene though is sam turns to me and goes how long from now until you think we got a shirtless dean and i went six minutes and sam goes 11 minutes so in my notes i wrote shirtless dean countdown is on yeah unfortunately we were both
1: very disappointed
0: the answer was not in this film so yeah. i'm not even going to make you sit in suspense and wait on that so
1: yep no shirtless dean tune out
0: Until next time, Jensen. (laughs) Uh, Where are we? So Dean is in Twin Peaks. We find out in the next scene.
1: Suddenly he's on a dock (laughs) out in a lake. Like in Twin Peaks.
0: Yeah, like mountain vistas around. And it's one of those docks that's like way out on the water. In that thin, narrow, you know, one Mm -hmm. person path. It's beautiful. And he chucks the gun he took from Connie Redhead earlier into the lake, mm-hmm. you know, as you do.
1: And as he's doing it, he has like a little mini nightmare flash, like the little red, like nightmare flash. Cause it, it happens. Yeah. A lot. Well, it only happens for a little bit at the beginning of the movie. And then it stops when the movie turns into a different movie.
0: Yeah. I um took no notes on any of them because they were really so quick and mostly incomprehensible.
1: Well, they were all flashes of something that happens later. And to me. The, oh,
0: okay. Yep. I get that. The man. way that
1: they showed them, I was thinking that it was like, um, what's the game with the teenagers in the snowy mountain lodge? Oh, Until We try dawn. to kill. Yeah. until It was like Until Dawn. Oh, it was the totems. Right. When you do something. You either avoid it or you're going to cause it to happen. And so in my head, when those little flashes happen, because I think this one showed it was like Connie was shooting or something or he was shooting. Oh, Somebody was shooting the gun mm-hmm. in the little nightmare flash. And I was like, oh, so he either avoided that. I think he avoided that happening or he's going to make that happen. Right. Is that what happened? Like in my head, that's mm-hmm. what I was thinking. It's it's one or the other. Right. Uh,
0: that would have been a cooler idea. Yeah. It, it happens ends up so. being. But yep. um my only note was just like is this where you throw all your guns Dean? <laughs> Cuz he did it, like confidently. So
1: that lake reminded me of one of the first episodes of Supernatural. Remember? I think it's like the second episode or the third episode with yeah. the little boy, like the the oh, water no, that completely. was murdering everybody. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That I was like is that the same set?
0: And you're right.
1: Yeah. I read it that is. in the trivia also. So it is the same set. It's a
0: great set. It should be used in every everything. It's awesome.
1: Bam. So then we go to his job. He his job. He's at like a computer shop. He's building yeah, a computer back
0: in the day before you know big chains took everything. You'd have your mom and pop like computer they still repair. still have those around? I guess maybe just my area of the world. There weren't many.
1: Yeah, it, it kind of remind I I was like is that a Kinko's or something? Like it just looked like one of those places where you go to get copies, but then it's also a computer repair like, shop.
0: Tony's Computer Repair.
1: Yeah. So, um he he's building a computer. He's on like one, an old ass computer. He gets an mm-hmm. email,
0: the original email. Right.
1: The first email yeah. pops up on his computer. It's like happy birthday from his mom. And then the brown-haired woman who was in first night with um the heath ledger movie r.i.p double r.i.p she needs her laptop repaired he
0: mm.
1: oh, what oh. do you gotta say because i gotta say as the son too.
0: of a computer engineer <laughs> who grew up ruining and learning to repair his own laptops the scene fucking infuriated me.
1: oh it infuriated me and i have none of that same experience as you she's saying it's not working So he pulls up the panel on the front of the laptop and (sighs) there's like a whole chunk of wax in it that there's no way it could have gotten in there. First of all, not in that state anyway. Right.
0: Accurate. Yeah. Accurate.
1: Not to mention he doesn't even try to turn the computer on. And then he says, Oh, I fixed it and again has not. He even literally played it on.
0: operation with a pair of tweezers yeah. and pulled out a chunk of what looked like licorice. It was wax. But was supposed to be wax. It was red and wax
1: from her tarot cards if and
0: melted red wax got in there, it would have melted onto and been stuck to. All right, I'm not even gonna I'm gonna stop there. Everyone just understand. This was stupid and it made me really angry.
1: So if, if you're a person who burns candles, it was like the, the little tiny chunks of wax that melt down the side that drip down the sides. It was just a drip of wax Mm, that was in there rattling around. It was exactly like operation. So it was stupid. And I was irritated by the fact that he didn't even like turn the computer off and on to see whether or not it worked. I
0: think it would have been funnier if it was just the battery had died and he plugged it in and it worked and they could have had a nice little flirty moment over that. And it wouldn't have made me as angry. I'm sorry. I'm off my soapbox on computer anger.
1: And so she goes, Oh, don't worry. It's just from my tarot cards. And That just establishes that she's into tarot cards and the occult.
0: Which also doesn't matter in this movie.
1: No, it really doesn't at all. all. So
0: why did they even do it?
1: Right. The whole shebang. Like I said, halfway through, it turns into a different movie.
0: I thought when she was introduced here, oh, I know this is a Satan based movie. I wonder if she really is like a secondary character and motive. Mm -hmm. And When we talk more about the pathway, which is mentioned once and we get more to know what it is, I double down on that idea. I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, she's going to be a part of this.
1: Oh, the minute that she walked up to him and said, oh, Mm -hmm. are you Jake or whatever his name is in the movie? I said to myself, bad guy. She's a bad guy. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And then the whole thing, it's even weirder than that. Yeah. It's, It's way worse than that. Whatever you're imagining out there, people, it's worse.
0: Oh, he also doesn't charge her for it. His boss is an asshole. Oh,
1: that's right. He doesn't charge her because it's just a little piece of wax. And his boss is like, you could have gotten $75 for that job. I'm rocking your pay. Uh, So, yeah, his boss is a dickhole. The end. Yeah. So then Dean's walking home. And we see the reflection of his house in an old dirty pool that's all closed up. He's walking up and there's kind of a decrepit wheelchair ramp on the front of the house. He goes inside there's a birthday cake with a candle in it sitting on a table. And his dad is just like sitting in a <laughs> chair next to him, like reading a newspaper, yeah.
0: like waiting for him to come home at 3am.
1: So it, it basically is just showing like his mom is elsewhere. Cause his dad yep. asked, so did you go see your mom? He's like, nah, she's feeling sick. So his mom is somewhere else and something's going on, right? She's not well for whatever reason. His dad works at a mill or some shit. Uh, And his dad says a line that I really like here. This is the
0: best line in the movie. Yeah.
1: So he's describing, he's like, oh, what are you going to do tonight? Hang out with your friends, whatever. it's your 21st birthday. right? And so he's like, oh, I'm going to go hang out with Dakota and Connie, Connie," whatever. And his dad says, they look up to you and they're still caught in the rain. And he goes, what does that mean? And he, and his dad just kind of gives him a look and goes, don't get wet. And then turns back to his newspaper. And I was like, oh, Oh, yes. Really,
0: so two things. Well yes. delivered and also that characters played by Jensen Ackle's actual father. Right. Which is really cool. Yeah. Because they had great chemistry. They
1: really did. Yeah. I didn't know that his dad was an actor and his dad's a good actor. His dad's a yeah. very good actor. So yeah. Uh so that's the end of that scene. So then we go to a rave in a mansion.
0: Shot on the decoys set again. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, I wrote that a, down too. I wrote decoys 2005. Set? Well, they were both shot 2005. Yeah. yeah.
1: So then Dakota comes running and screaming up to him and jumps on him. Wow. And she's yelling about ecstasy and and Quaaludes. And I'm thinking, hold on, wait a second. Quaaludes in 2005? What are you, 50?
0: Yeah. I also <laughs> wrote at this point, I was like, oh, this is his girlfriend, right?
1: Yeah. Oh. So she's his girlfriend until halfway through the movie when it changes into a different movie. Well, is she his girlfriend, though? Well, no, she's not. No. It turns out. I
0: mean, it turns out she's not. But they definitely shot it like she was. This is one of those things where, like I said earlier, they're trying to do something and they're not telling
1: us or setting the terms. They're establishing that these two have a relationship together. The way they talk to each other, the way they interact with each mm-hmm. other. You don't enter a
0: party and get that response from a girl that's not your girlfriend.
1: Well, and then some of the things that happen later on, the things they say later on, like, it's his girlfriend yeah. from the perspective of the moviegoer. From what we are used to, like, all the tropes and everything, that's his girlfriend.
0: And we're saying that in this in this moment because that's actually really important for a right. scene that'll happen and as the movie will Before- change.
1: Many scenes that yeah. will happen, and for the trajectory of the movie. So it's just
0: important that you guys know at this point, we think this is his girlfriend. And this is her performance in the scene, which I described as just shouting.
1: She's screaming she and screams, like fake crying. Yeah. Yeah. But we also have to clarify it's not his girlfriend. We'll say it again. It's not actually his girlfriend.
0: But you think it is.
1: So. She says that the professor, he's like, oh, what happened with the professor? And she's like, he told me to fuck or fail. And then she's super high, apparently. And she's crying hysterically. And he's, like, sort of comforting her. And then all of a sudden, he sees his ginger friend and Darius fighting across the room. And he just leaves her. He, she's, yeah. like, in the middle of hysterically crying. And I guess then it does make sense. Like, oh, you probably wouldn't leave your girlfriend like that. But you also wouldn't <laughs> right. leave your friend like that.
0: No. Right? I would not. Yeah. I also got concerned because I was wrote, "Oh god, is this a random race fight? What is this movie doing?"
1: Yeah, it's it's not. It's um, not, thank god. It it doesn't Ugh. ever go there. I thought it was going there at that was one really scene, worried. and then I was getting nervous and then it just doesn't. So then Dean saves his friend from Darius and his friends and they all run out of the house, I guess. That's what I thought. Like laughing
0: anyway. as a, the three of them, like right.
1: giggling, like the three best friends that didn't get, just get in a fight. Yeah, so they they run out, and so I said, "Oh, so they left the party, right?" So I'm pretty sure this party is happening in the dorm,
0: or like a frat house dorm. Yeah, it's
1: it's, it's the dorm of somebody because they wind up upstairs in someone's bedroom. No idea whose bedroom.
0: I think it's Connie's because he's on a logged on a computer.
1: Well, we say that, but also back in the day, computers weren't like password protected typically. Like if it was in your room or at your house, there was not the level of security back then that there is now. I'm a bad
0: example. I grew up with Steve as my father. That is very true. So we had different standards.
1: Yeah. All of my friends, all of their computers at home were totally unlocked. You just, I mean, you had your password to go on like AOL or whatever, Mm -hmm. but you could sign into somebody else's AOL from your computer.
0: I could sign into plenty of Steve's computers. I found his password book when I was young. Sorry, Steve.
1: Don't
0: tell him that. He knew he had to keep (laughs) changing it.
1: So yeah, they wind up in somebody's room, possibly Connie's who knows it's somebody's room. Uh, And they're I just assumed that they were playing like truth or dare drinking game or something. Yeah. Because they all were just like, because it's, the conversation that we drop in on is Dakota saying, Oh, at senior prom or whatever, I was out back banging this girl that, whatever. And both guys are like, Oh my God. And she's saying to Dean, I bet you didn't know that. And I'm thinking, Oh, because that's your boyfriend. I, right. And you never told him. And now you're telling him. And you're the way she was saying it was like, Don't you like that kind of thing? Yeah. But then both guys were like, commenting on it, and so I was like, this is weird. Are they, like, a, a thruple? Like, I'm not yeah, really sure.
0: Connie was like, that's g- disgusting. She's like, or no, he's like, I'm disgusted that I wasn't there or something like that. Well,
1: so I guess th- what this is doing is trying to set up that these three have been friends for since they were children. Yeah. But you don't figure that out until later.
0: You could do that a lot easier, too.
1: It's very muddled by this weird relationship mm-hmm. between... Jensen and the blonde girl what's her name Dakota Dakota I was like later on when I found out it wasn't his girlfriend the scene made even less sense than it already didn't make sense so as this is happening Connie's behind them doing something on the he's computer. asking
0: weirdly specific questions that as the viewer you know oh he's putting Dean's information into some sort of thing right and as he's doing that Dakota asks Easily, the dumbest question I've ever heard asked in one of these scenarios What was your weirdest family holiday?
1: So, I don't think that's a dumb question because maybe Ooh. you didn't have any weird family holidays, but I certainly did.
0: And to be fair, most of my weird family holidays were just like Ian made a bad joke about somebody's hair, everyone's awkward for three <laughs> years. <laughs>
1: See, and, and my weird family holidays. To are, that family
0: member, I love you dearly. She knows <laughs> we've moved on.
1: See, I I have a big old rowdy Irish family, and we have situations like, um, we're going to call him the Squirrel Master because I don't want to refer to him in any other way and uh, have any of his children or anyone get upset in my family. Oh. Because we, we have called him that in the past. That is a name. So they'll know who I'm talking about. The Squirrel Master and Miss Hannigan. Uh, got into a fist fight with one of my cousins on the front lawn. Wound up like kicking my cousin's three-year-old down like a, a little like step down into the living room at my grandma's house. You know that little step down there?
0: I'm just enjoying the hand motion <laughs> that you're making for step down. It also could be like a duck drinking water. Yeah.
1: He, like, knocked the kid over. They got into a fistfight out on the front lawn. It's Christmas Eve, by the way, if I didn't mention that. The family, there's an entire household filled with people and small children watching. And it's like a uh, small
0: ranch house, too.
1: In a suburban neighborhood. Christmas Eve again. And.
0: Your family's not alone.
1: (laughs) No. Everybody's, like, yelling and screaming. And the police come. And there was, you know, whatever. So that was like, that's a weird family holiday story that I have. I have many more. That's just one of them.
0: Stay tuned for the next three or four years and you'll slowly get a few more of them.
1: Listen, my family is filled with them. Love you all, you crazy ass motherfuckers.
0: I guess the only reason I brought this up is because it leads to uh, Dakota. So Dean reveals that, you know his weirdest family holiday was like he was working on something while his family was all there. And he started to have these horrible thoughts about like killing them and all these things. Yeah. He
1: was building his mom's wheelchair ramp with a hammer and then, and then started to envision smashing the priest in the face with a hammer and everybody in the house. And all this weird shit is what he wanted is what he actually said.
0: And Connie's like, that's weird even for me. And they laugh. And then Dakota goes, "Eh, no big deal. I've castrated my dad 112 times in my dreams. Uh,
1: Wow. So
0: Okay, this
1: is another thing. They say it here, and they say it one other time, and I'm pretty sure it is alleging that her father was abusive mm-hmm. in some way, probably sexually. As oh, best. that
0: phone call later. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's. But it only is vaguely hints at it, and then we get nothing else. We get no other. It, it doesn't pay off in any way.
0: It's the same problem with Connie's backstory. It doesn't
1: matter. It doesn't matter. It's, yeah. it's like a feeble attempt at character development, and it's real bad. And the, it, if they didn't have it, it would have made it better. You Agreed. know what I mean?
0: Agreed completely. because it
1: doesn't matter. When you have something like that, it has to mean something. It can't just be a throwaway.
0: Agreed. And what bothers me with her character is you don't need it because you already have the issue she has with the professor going on. That elicits this whole
1: So here's what I think they were going for here. So later she gets a phone call that we'll talk about more in depth, but the person is basically like bringing up her past personal life and, you know, her dad being abusive. And then she makes another comment about like, I know what men want from me or whatever um, at another point. In the movie, and I'm pretty sure that what they're trying to establish in a really stupid, shitty, unsuccessful, and and just really like lowbrow sort of way is that she has daddy issues, so she's a slut or something like that. Yeah. And I know that that was kind of a thing back in the day. That was like a one of those tropes, and I just think it's so fucking stupid and lazy. So, and I love slasher campy horror that has a lot of these tropes, but you have to do it better.
0: 100%.
1: This is just not done right. It's not done well. No, it's
0: very poorly done. So then we get a reveal of the pathway and what Connie's been doing.
1: So he says, you want to play a real fucked up game? And at this point, they're all like, I'm so wasted.
0: And I want to point out, I don't know if we've
1: articulated this well enough. Connie is creepy as fuck. Oh, he's incredibly creepy. I don't think we talked about that.
0: No, this is a good point to have a moment on this. He's got like
1: creepy little beady eyes. His hair is always kind of hanging in his face.
0: He's always got this smile. He's
1: got a weird smirk. It just looks evil. So, fun fact Mm. we haven't seen the part two of it, which is a travesty, I know. We have no time. We should make time, though.
0: We should. It's on HBO. Yeah. You should see it.
1: And I, you know, I'm a Stephen King fanatic. I don't know how I haven't seen it. Point is, he was cast as the main villain, not Pennywise, but the main human villain Ooh. in the second half of the movie.
0: I liked him in this. I thought he did this he, role well. He
1: did. because he, he's incredibly creepy, and and he seems very disturbed, which is exactly the role in uh, it too. And so when I looked him up it was show that he played the guy's name is Henry Bowers. I was like, Oh my God. And now I need to see I'm it. Cause excited. I can't wait to see him in that. He's probably so incredible. So yeah. Yeah. So that's just the note. He's very creepy. He does a good job at being a creep.
0: Mm-hmm. So he's creepy explaining this game that Sam said, you know, it's called the pathway. They call you and they give you bizarre things to do and you have to do
1: them and it they have all of your personal information so it's flashing everything up on the screen it's got dean's bank account oh yeah his driver's license his school id i don't know his fucking library card yeah
0: exactly yeah it's it's pretty much implying it knows everything about Mm -hmm. you and can prove it so as dean is looking at this connie gets up and like grabs dakota and they like are flirt. he's like body shots and walk away and this is where i wrote are they both sleeping
1: with her right that's why i said are they a thruple yeah so I guess they're just old friends who get a little handsy.
0: So then we get a, a transition to another waking dream.
1: Right, Jensen, Dean, Jake, whatever, goes to he's he's in the room by himself, and then he goes to leave, and he walks out, and there's somebody in a black robe lighting the building on fire, and so mm-hmm. he's chasing the guy, tackles him. tackles him exposes his face he's not somebody that we know yet and
0: building goes up in flames behind him right
1: so then dean turns around and runs back um oh no it's a dream yeah and then Sorry. dean wakes up goes to he wakes up and he sees runs everyone's right. okay and so he like, runs Whoa. down into the party and he's like Arr! and then
0: this one wasn't yeah. in that red right. either so at which point i was like oh great the rules of the dreams have changed now
1: well i think it turned red right at the end And that's how you know, like, oh, it's a dream.
0: Yeah, but some of the earlier ones, it was red. It would flash out the whole time. So
1: So here's the thing. When the little flashes happen, like the totems that we talked about earlier, those are all red. When the waking dreams happen, it's red, like, either at the beginning or the end, I think. But it only happens a couple times. So we don't really get a lot of, like, established rules. So then here I wrote the rave song. So I don't know what the rave song was, but apparently it was a bad slash hilarious enough for me to write down
0: I don't even remember it either.
1: Yeah. So now we're at the computer store the next day and Dean walks in and apparently the laptop lady, Marisol, had left him a little box of tarot cards and a little note. And the owner's like, oh, that's so nice. P.S. You're fired. My nephew just got out of rehab and uh, he needs a job. He needs a job. Bye. (sighs) Yeah. So then Jensen gets a phone call and it's the pathway.
0: So the pathway calls and they're like, Hey, we all have bad days. sucks to get fired. Your boss is a jerk. More or less. You want us to do something about it. What do you want us to do? And he's like, kill him. And they're like, well, settle down, buddy. Hold on.
1: So apparently they do shit for you. I thought that they made you do shit. Yeah. I, I guess this is how they, they rope you in. first
0: one's free kind of yeah 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 so i was intrigued as like all right that boss is gonna die right we haven't gotten a real good kill yet i'm getting annoyed
1: this phone call thing is the premise of another movie right besides scream it reminded me of something but i can't quite put my finger on it so that is the end of that so then Dean leaves and he goes to a nursing home to see his mom. And he has a weird red dream of her and her, and his dad running through the woods, like mm-hmm. a quick flash, which turns out to be a thing later. When he meets his mom, she's she's in a wheelchair. I, did, I thought at first maybe she had MS or something, the way that she was kind of sitting and her hand. Went, yeah. I, I don't know. Apparently she's supposed to be paral- like a quadriplegic there was an injury, it yeah. seems.
0: Well, it will become apparent.
1: Yeah, I, I was confused.
0: There's no clarity on what it actually was. No,
1: because it almost felt like she had been home for some time and then suddenly is not home. And so that's why I mm. thought it was something progressive, like a progressive sort of disease or disorder. Um, doesn't matter. Giving this movie too much credit. Yeah. Yes. So in talking with his mom, we established that he and his dad don't really get along great. And she's living at this place. Then all of a sudden we see that one of the nurses is Marisol, the tarot girl. And here's where I said, oh, shit, she's totally a bad guy all up in his life. Like all in the places yeah. where, where he is. It's To me, it was very apparent. I know to you it wasn't so much, but to me it was. The mom makes a, what I call the little mom noise. Oh she my goes, "God." Ooh.
0: She made a your mom (laughs) noise. Yeah,
1: it's a mom noise. Lots of moms make that noise. But yes, it's definitely my mom noise. He has like a little moment with this Marisol, and that's it.
0: Yeah, all I wrote in the scene is like, of course, yeah, she's the nurse for his mom. I should have. I knew she was going to come back really quickly as a major character. And if you put the CW wheel of options up there nurse for a dying mom or injured mother mm-hmm. is absolutely one of the choices. Yeah.
1: So he drives up to his job, his old job. Mm-hmm. Uh not in an impala which was disturbing to me. It was very weird looking. And it, it like really it's very weird looking. Like the, the Jensen Ackles should never drive anything except for a an impala. 67 impala. The owner is accusing him of stealing. There are cops there. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm just here to get my two weeks pay that you owe me. And the owner's like, put in the surveillance tape. There's all that he robbed me, blah, blah, blah. They put in the surveillance tape and in the surveillance tape, it's the owner and a bunch of guys stealing stuff. It was great. And the owner was saying, that's not me. There's no way. And, and Dean just like backs out like meh. Well, no. Then he goes like,
0: "You doctored the films," and I'm like, "This is 2005, and really, right, really."
1: But then also the way that he Dean reacts, he's just like, he's like laughing. I'm like, dude, if I were the cops, I would have been like, uh,
0: "Some strange behavior from this kid. We need you to answer some more questions." I'm going to
1: need you to step back in here. So then we get the second creepiest scene in the movie, because the first creepiest is at the end
0: oh god yeah no yeah. um so this is a second i just like disliked this one even more though
1: you know what? i think i did too because it was very like
0: hard to watch was,
1: i kept saying to you like i'm uncomfortable can we fast forward yeah <laughs> so dean is it's later in the day he's trying to hack the pathway site because you know it's the early 2000s so everyone had to try to hack stuff
0: oh yeah um, totally cool i'm surprised he wasn't wearing a duster
1: I wrote his girlfriend comes in but it's not his girlfriend it's dakota not his girlfriend and she finds little tarot cards and she's asking about it and then she like jumps on him and starts making out with him and
0: uncomfortable to watch it's
1: so uh, here was my thing first of all it was awkward because there's no chemistry it's very awkward None. and she was also incredibly aggressive like rubbing his face mm-hmm. and head in a very aggressive way.
0: It was like she just met Mr. Clean in her whole life. She's like, I just want to rub Mr. Clean's head and couldn't contain herself.
1: It was very strange. And then I turned to you and said, and I wrote here, these people have never had sex before. <laughs> like this is what like twelve year olds <laughs> think sex is. Like it was. I, I wrote the same. So thing. weird. It was so weird, yeah. and it went on for entirely too long. It was uncomfortable to watch and their faces were the worst. They both had these like contorted faces. Like they were having the worst time ever, which they
0: probably were. Part of me also was like, I wonder if they were just directed, go have a sex scene and then give it no more direction or feedback. And also they're making them do it in like a leaning back computer chair with all their clothes on.
1: Whatever. All of that aside, the the weird head rubbing, it going on for many minutes and their their weird contorted faces that did not seem to be conveying any pleasure whatsoever was very difficult to watch. Mm-hmm. And then once it was over, she just is like, all right, bye. And he goes, yeah. he goes, oh, so much for cuddling. And she's like, oh, well, I only did it because the pathway told me to. And she's like, you've never really loved, like, cared about me. You don't like give a shit about me.
0: So this is where they tried to drop in a little backstory because she goes, yeah. "Like you give a shit about me, Jake, like any man ever has, and right?" I was just like don't, this is, hey, don't put it on him because
1: mm-hmm. this is a scene. I was one of the yeah. things I was talking about earlier, like a random, "I know what you men want" kind of thing. So then here is where I started to think, like, wait, that that's his girlfriend, right? I'm confused yeah. by what just happened here. Were they like not? having sex until now like uh uh, there had
0: been a couple jokes about like taking virginity where they were talking back and forth
1: yeah like she took his virginity or something. i don't know Or he was
0: like it was the other way around and i was just like what is this even here
1: for right and i think that was establishing that they had had a relationship but that they don't have one anymore but it was not clear until no later so yeah, so, so I that write, happened.
0: I wrote, her bad acting killed the power because all the power in the building goes out.
1: Yeah, so we're at his house, if that wasn't clear, which to me it was not until the power went out. No, I the in a out. dorm, the way too.
0: she just waltzed yes. into the room. Right,
1: right. That confused the shit out of me. So he goes down to his basement to change the fuse. Um, there's a shelf of old unplugged phones. And But one of them starts ringing, and so I thought, oh, are they, like, bringing ghost phones into this? What the fuck is happening here? I mean,
0: I would have been okay with ghost phones. That would have been more interesting than yeah, what happens.
1: So this is, like, the most expansive and cluttered basement I've ever seen. It was huge. It was huge. He just kept walking into another room, and then another room.
0: Yeah, if you told me he was staying in a library, I would have believed you.
1: Yeah. So then he sees, like, a winged, hoofed monster that's sort of pixelating toward him and i say pixelating because it it's doing that thing like a screensaver from the 90s where you know how like the object moves and it leaves like a little like pixelated shadowy sort of uh path behind it the demon creature was doing that and it actually gave me a headache the way that it was moving. It was was oddly animated,
0: but I wrote, Oh,
1: Dean's going to finally feel at home. We got some demons. He does not seem very disturbed. And then he starts smiling.
0: Yeah. So it comes up to him and it's like a, a hoofed winged female devil kind of creature. See, I
1: didn't get that. It was a female at all until much later.
0: Sorry. I'm also using my later knowledge for that. So in this moment you see, it's got like these big cloven hoofs, some wings. It's all like black.
1: It's and like black and oily. It starts coming at him,
0: and he—I
1: <laughs> wrote his defense is to just duck into a shadow. Yeah, he just backed himself into a corner <laughs> shadow, and then
0: and then comes out of it. And it worked, but he's smiling, and I was like, "Well, he's kind of cool with this." Okay,
1: it was very strange, and so at that moment, this is where I started doing my predictions. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Okay, this is like an alternate." Reality situation, right? He's like none of this is real, and he's the one who's in a home somewhere or imagining all of this has happened, which I'm kind of right.
0: Yeah. So this is where I will say we're getting close to the point where Sam turns to me and goes, "I need to tell you what's going to (laughs) happen. You want to?" Now I'm not going to tell them. Don't worry. Yeah. But no, I I didn't say that. I
1: said what I said was. I know what's going to happen. Can I tell you? And you said, yes. Yes. And I said, are you sure? Because I know what's going to happen. And you said, yes. So I I told you exactly what was going to happen. And then she looks at me and goes,
0: I just needed you to know that I knew that before it happens.
1: Right. (laughs) I just wanted you to know that I knew. (laughs) Uh, Because that's my favorite part of watching movies. So then he goes upstairs and he sees his dad sleeping on the couch. Oh, yeah. And so – his dad has a gun belt with a gun. And so I thought, oh, is he a cop or something? And then I remembered him saying he worked at a mill. So is he a security guard? Like, I, I don't know.
0: I thought it was the gun he threw in the lake. Was it the gun he
1: threw in the lake?
0: Yeah, because this turns out to be a waking dream. I think it was the gun he threw in the lake because he was looking at it like
1: dumbfounded. Oh, again, this movie, bad, bad writing.
0: No, I also want to make it very clear the gun that he threw in the lake was not like a very distinct. No, gun. not at that all. It, it was like a black easy revolver. To tell. Yeah. Yeah. What I would have done has been make it like a unique weapon. Yeah. Like, so that when you like, see it, you're I don't like, oh, know. that's the gun.
1: Maybe some scrolled silver plating on the handle. Anything, really. Anything. Seriously, yeah. Anything to make it Initials unique.
0: on it or. Yeah.
1: It was not special in any way. So I just assumed it was a regular old gun. Mm-hmm. So he picks up this gun, which may or may not be the lake gun. And he is just like kind of playing with it in his hands. And then he accidentally shoots his dad.
0: Yeah, when he pulls – by playing it with his hands, he's pulling back the trigger. He's covered Or no, sorry, the hammer. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so then uh, we see him. He's upstairs. His hands are totally bloody, which is weird. Why would his hands be – both of his hands covered in blood?
0: He field-dressed his father is what uh, I assumed. Oh,
1: that's right. He shoved both fists inside of him and ripped out all of his organs. I mean, it's
0: clearly – we've established Well, just so what that he, he could
1: climb inside later if he got cold. Yeah,
0: he just wants to feel closer to death.
1: Yeah. Uh, so he has a knife. And he starts to cut off his tongue, mm-hmm. which we knew was a dream immediately, but it was like very graphic, which I, you know, was fun. I was like, oh, yeah, it was that, good. That's good. I like that. And then so his, it's a dream, which he wakes up from his dad pops and he's like, oh, dinner's ready. And so then I wrote here, oh no, Dean's not well. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Dean, Dean is not in a good place. No,
1: no, he's not okay.
0: We cut to the worst simulated game of catch i've ever seen dean and is on the pitcher's mound at a random baseball field i assume on campus connie's playing catcher uh
1: it kind of looked like sandlot it had a
0: little sandlot vibe because dean apparently from that earlier scene was so good everyone wanted to know why he's not playing ball and i thought connie why aren't you wearing a catcher's mask if he's that good i've been that guy who i've put a guy's nose out because I bounced one off his catcher's bit into his face when he wasn't wearing a mask.
1: And I've been that guy where the ball bounces up and smashes him in the nose. Yeah. Although I wasn't a catcher, I was in right field, because I was I'm fat sorry, and slow.
0: I really didn't pay much attention to the dialogue on this scene. No,
1: I didn't either. I think it's just basically establishing that Connie hates his life, and, yeah. and Dean is uh, his buddy, and they've been hanging out since they're nine years old, and... Uh,
0: I think my biggest note and takeaway from the scene is I wrote who the fuck goes out to a baseball field to play catch plans it. And then wears khakis and a tucked in collar shirt.
1: Yeah. Well, come on guys. The thing that bothered me the most was Connie, his feeble attempts to uh, smoke weed. He just was like, (laughs) he was just like mimicking it. And the way he did it was like, so weird and so fake. Like I'm doing it right now for Ian. He was just like,
0: you look like you're trying to take pick hair out of your teeth.
1: Was, and he always had like a roach. He never had like a full joint. It was, joint. Also the it was most like a tiny, impressive joints I've tiny, ever seen. Tiny little end. Yeah, <laughs> it was so bad. Um, it was really funny. So that I also wrote that this scene is totally useless. Accurate. Uh, yeah.
0: This is a filler scene to get to ninety minutes.
1: But the thing is is that they totally could have had more scenes That's, yes that had more substance
0: that fleshed that out would have characters. made this movie
1: better. You and I should rewrite this movie. Yeah, this movie has some bones in it, you know. Yeah. Two different movies, by the way. Oh yes. But yeah, bones. We're of, we're into movies. Two different we're No, movie we're still one. We're still a movie one. Finale, kind of. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're about to get to uh movie two. So then we're later in the day, apparently.
0: Connie's sitting down in the hallway of his dorm with the most aggressive wallet chain I've seen since two thousand and five.
1: He saying, "I got two girls in my room, getting busy," and he's being very weird.
0: Yeah, what was the point of that?
1: I I don't know. I I couldn't tell if it was he was making a joke, or if. Um, Dean like believed, like actually believed him. I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't tell. He says, "You know, let's meet for breakfast tomorrow." And by the way, fuck you. Which well, that should, I guess his personality. I guess least. that's their sign off. I don't know.
0: Yeah, because Dean
1: smirked. Right. So then, Connie gets off the phone, and he's looking very distressed. Mm-hmm. And then he gets a call from Pathway, and they the person on the other line is a man is um, telling him like, you're a fuck up. Nobody gives a shit about you. Nobody likes you.
0: You're worthless. Right.
1: So then the demon shows up in the hallway and starts like pixelating at him because I don't know how else to describe it. (laughs) And um, hands Connie, the lake gun. Yep. Which may or may not be the same gun. From the previous encounter. I assume it is. Sure. I didn't, but yeah. Magic. <laughs> so then Connie uh, opens the door to Darius's room, which is apparently right across the hall from him, which was not established that they knew each no. other well enough to have that be a thing. Not that you're like best friends with the person who lives across the hall from you in the dorm, but you know them enough to know who they are yeah more than that interaction belied so he uh, takes the gun and he shoots darius and his girlfriend who are banging in the bed
0: the only brief boobs in the movie
1: i didn't even see
0: it's literally like a second yeah
1: yeah whatever so that happens then the next day dean shows up at the school and he goes and knocks on Connie's door. Oh, yeah, because they
0: said they're going to meet for breakfast the next day. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Right. So I got confused by this. He knocks on the door and he says, Hey, we're doing breakfast. And then I thought Connie responded from the inside more like lunch.
0: No, that's Dean talking. He made his own joke about himself.
1: Oh, because it sounded like a different voice.
0: No, it was, it was Dean. Oh,
1: okay. <sighs> I had a difficult time with this movie. Apparently, right? <laughs> I I usually don't like get lost as lost as this movie made me. Anyway, um, because I was confused about what happens next.
0: You could say that to me about most of this film. Um, so, Dean kind of turns around, f knock on the door, and sees Connie's phone on the floor in front of the door across the hall. He goes and picks it up. He knocks on the door and it opens and he enters and sees the, you know, the remains of Darius and his girlfriend. And then he pans over and we see Connie sitting in a computer chair by their computer in the room. Clearly not well. And as Dean walks uh, he's over, dead. he's very
1: dead. <laughs> he's dead.
0: Pencils shoved in his ear, butthole surfer style. Mm-hmm. Um, his tongue's cut off.
1: He's got his tongue in one hand and scissors yeah. in the other.
0: It's it's a bad day for Connie.
1: Yeah, uh, is is the pathway up on the computer behind him? Right? I didn't catch that. I thought so. I could just be making that up. So then, um, Dean is in a different room being questioned by the cops, who is his uncle? Uncle Ross. Uncle Ross is a popo. Uh, it turns out Connie stole that gun from earlier from a sporting goods store, mm-hmm. and he he says uh that can't be the same gun cuz i tossed it in the lake and the uncle is like what have you gotten yourself into this is you know not okay you, you can t- you can tell me i'm yeah. your
0: uncle i'm your uncle you can just bring me the gun yeah now with, correct me if i'm wrong isn't that the lake that we're then going to go to is his uncle's cabin?
1: That's what I thought. So this is the,
0: I tossed it into your lake, Uncle Ron.
1: That's what I thought, right? Unless they just didn't have enough money to pay for different places to shoot things, or they just were too lazy to make it look like a different place. Yeah, it's really probably what happened.
0: So we also get some as the scene kind of ends and transitions some like Twin Peaks, Silent Hill ambient sounds like being ripped off. Like we get some like. Ooh, ooh,
1: ooh, Oh, that's right. It was like a Twin Peaks
0: song. And it just, it reminded me also of a little Silent Hilly. And I was just like, mm, they're really going for like the, stealing a lot from these movies.
1: So then next scene is. Oh,
0: Dean.
1: So Dean goes to see his mom oh, to Dean. tell her that Connie died, I guess. And here is where we get. This is a famous thing that happens in the supernatural world Mm -hmm. is Dean's single man tear that rolls (laughs) down his face, which he does very well. He's an expert at the single man tear. And so it happens right now in this film, but then he devolved into like sobbing, which was very obviously not real. It was like the fake one where you cover your face and you, like, move your shoulders up and down (laughs) a lot. Like, Mama,
0: I'm crying. Feel sympathy.
1: That's happening. And Marisol, I I called her Nurse Tarot Lady. She comes over and is consoling him and is like, meet me outside in 10 minutes or whatever.
0: He's like, you want to go somewhere? And the first thing I wrote is, you don't know her. Right. This might come off wrong, but- if she wasn't hot, there's no way he takes up that offer. I mean probably. Yeah. Let's be serious. Let's be real. It's such a movie trope. Yeah. He you, you don't know her. You're not gonna go to some stranger's house. He's met
1: her twice for yeah. a total of three minutes, maybe. Exactly. And she gave him some tarot cards and is and is all of a sudden working with his mom like oh that's the crazy random happenstance more uh, importantly
0: she doesn't know him she hey, shouldn't be taking a stranger back to her house
1: well listen we've already established that she's a bad guy so and at this point i was like mm. no don't do it don't do it don't do it you're being set up but whatever he does it so we go to her house the the outside is cottage with flowers the inside is velvet and art posters.
0: Yeah, they're going for the 2005 uh we're not subtle hippie look.
1: No, that was like the boho look from back in the day. It's stupid.
0: Yeah, I don't know that stuff.
1: <laughs> it's, I mean, whatever. It's fine.
0: I, I did know. write what are they wearing?
1: We'll get to that. Okay. But here is where I wrote she's definitely part of the pathway. <laughs> oh, 100% yeah? part of the pathway. And she's asking him, it's, we drop in like toward the end of their like conversation Mm -hmm. and she's, they're like flirty, whatever. And she asks if he's seeing anyone and he says no. And I wrote, wait, he's not, doesn't he have a girlfriend? Yeah. (laughs) And we, you and I, I think we both had a short little, wait, hold on. Is that girl not his girlfriend or is he lying? Is he like, I didn't even
0: know what to make of it.
1: Is he doing, like, a mess around? Like,
0: yeah. Honestly, I gave up trying to figure it out. This movie didn't get that investment from me.
1: So, he doesn't have a girlfriend, I guess. She's wearing what's basically a doily a sweater, <laughs> right? Anyone yes. who doesn't know what a doily is, it's like that little lacy thing that your grandma sews to put on the, the dining room table. Her it's, grandma just sewed a big n- one for crocheted. her. Or crocheted. But yeah, it's a chunky doily sweater, and uh, they're going to get together and have he a date says or like, something. I she don't know. gives him
0: a kiss on the cheek, and, and as he's walking away, he's like, I'm going to play it cool and try not to call you for an hour. And I was just like, "Or, or we could get rid of that trope stupid line and just end the scene.
1: Whatever, that didn't bother me.
0: I mean he it, delivered it really well because he went to yeah. like Deanness. And well, it was really good. But he
1: delivers stuff like that. Well. I
0: I don't know. I think I was just annoyed at this movie at this point where I was like, I, I have no time for that.
1: It it's it fits with the type of movie it is. It's it a does. CWB horror movie. And I'm usually
0: all in on them. I don't know. This one was really bothering me. So here's the thing. I think
1: it got to a point at this point where we were being hammered over the head with something that didn't make any sense because it went from his weird dreams to all of a sudden there's like a f- internet phone game that doesn't really make a lot of sense it's not mm-hmm. really giving us a whole lot at this point we haven't really gotten no. anything from it except for the like that random phone call yeah two random phone calls and then nothing else nothing's been established it's just weird shit happening and with, there, with no context showing up now yeah everything's happening with no context we're not getting any story it it seems very befuddling at this point yeah. and so you're just wading through all of this story with nothing tying it together and we're wondering okay what what is the fucking point here yeah. that's what i'm that's where what i'm at, is at the this identity
0: point. of this film
1: yeah stop introducing me to shit and, and tie up some of the other stuff first before we – like, can we – before we can move on, you know? Am
0: I in a demon movie? Am I in a mysterious organization movie? Yes. Am I in a teen murder movie?
1: You're in all I of those movies right now. And I mean, none of them at the same time. I mean, they, they do tie together in a little bit in a really bizarre way.
0: But like you said earlier, you could have all three of those things as one movie – if you set it up right and it just doesn't. Mm-mm.
1: So now so, yeah. we're back at Dean's house and dad is having a drinky poo. And which he, apparently is a
0: big deal. Yeah.
1: Cause apparently there's a comment he hasn't drank in five years. Again, set things up so they have emotional impact. You
0: could have had a line earlier right, about the dad's sobriety and then this would have made a bigger deal.
1: Right. Uh, he makes a comment about how Dean and Connie went to Sunday school together. Oh, there's also like a big cross hanging in the living room. And he did mm-hmm. make a comment earlier. I think that had to do with like being religious. About being Catholic. Yeah. Uh, which becomes important. I didn't think it wasn't important until soon.
0: You know, what's important though, as they start to have a fight. God damn DVD disc skip freeze.
1: Yeah, it. It freezes in when we finally start (laughs) to get a little bit of story. And I was like, I forgot this was a fucking thing. Oh, The the DVD started to do the like. (laughs) I know you can hear the DVD player trying
0: really hard. (laughs) PS4 was cranking as much as it could.
1: And we had to do the whole like like skip ahead and then rewind or skip and, back and invest and I, I
0: was looking at sam and honestly the thought going through my head was like oh
1: my god oh. yeah <laughs> I you had, forgot to, how you had to awful get that up was. eject the disc uh, polish it off rub out the little smudge there uh, and i and then took put it away. out
0: and i instantly could see the spot i'm like oh yeah i missed cuz i did a pre insert like smudge clean like you did as you do you know the habits come back quick you're like oh i got to make sure this is good but I did it in like a dark room. So I wasn't really looking at it. So it yeah. looked fine. And oh, also so you're out of practice. Oh, it's so annoyed. Fortunately, the clean worked. We got back to where we need to be.
1: And we get this fucking gem. So the dad says, Connie's going to hell and we're not going to be able to save you now. Um, And he starts talking about sacrificing. Yep. We sacrifice so much for you. And Dean's like, what the fuck did you sacrifice? And his dad's like, "My beautiful wife." And then all of a sudden, that's when the DVD skipped because I wrote, "No." Yeah, it really
0: had <laughs> impeccable skip timing. Um,
1: yeah, so that's pretty much how the scene ended, and that's uh, kind Dean, of Dean's just like,
0: "How dare you put mom's unfortunate oh, right. accident on me? Like, screw you! I'm I'm going home, but I'm leaving." You know.
1: Yeah, and so we we pretty much get that. Um, Something happened to his mom because of him, but we don't know what. Yeah. And when it finally is revealed, it's, it it's not great. Doesn't make sense still. So then we're, I'm confused. Oh, I misnumbered my pages. So I have two pages. Yeah. Then
0: we're back to he and Dakota are walking.
1: Yeah. So they're back on campus. I guess the next day, he and Dakota are walking together. Dakota apologizes. Um, and they're not really talking about Connie, their best friend since they were children, dying.
0: No, his dad took it harder than anyone.
1: <laughs> right. I am. Um, I don't understand. So he tells Dakota, "Oh, I'm hanging out with this girl, Marisol, and she is like, oh man, whatever."
0: No, she goes. Oh, I was right. You didn't want to be with me, and I wrote my notes. She has no right to be mad that he didn't want to call her back or hang out with her because he she literally got up pieced out and says, "You don't mean like you don't want me. I'm out of here."
1: But she said it as a joke.
0: oh, you think so yeah,
1: the way that the the way that it was delivered, she was like smiling when she said it, even though she probably didn't mean it as a joke mm-hmm. if it were real life. The way it was, the, the delivery was, it was like a joke.
0: Yeah, because what happened? She, right,
1: this- she was totally brushing it off. So then he tells her um, about his dream about sh- um, shooting his dad and cutting off his tongue because it relates to what happened with Connie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and she, th- there's like really no, I would be disturbed if my friend told me that. That's a
0: big reveal. Right. That's oh. a major thing.
1: I had an, a waking nightmare the other day that that this almost the same exact thing happened to me, but I didn't do it, and then he did it. So I'd be like,
0: Sam, hold up. Yeah, this would be like when you predicted the birth date of our daughter correctly six months out, except for like it happened immediately.
1: Many of the other things,
0: yeah. Uh, for those of you who are listening, Sam has some moments where she gets I
1: see, I see ghosts right. and I dream things that yeah. are real. <laughs> I and for me to say that.
0: I think it's good to put out there that I came into our relationship much more of a skeptic about those things. Like not believing at them. all. <laughs> and i one of the things I do try to do is be open to the world and be like, listen, I, while it may not be my thing, I'm not going to shut it down.
1: I'm also super skeptical about it too, to be fair. I've I, I
0: have had a couple moments give with everybody Sam and, and some of her family who kind of have this. We have a weird. I would guess uh, they're tuned into the universe in in a unique way. And yeah. it's.
1: Well, we don't talk too much about it because we don't want people to think that we're, you know.
0: You don't broadcast it as like a town or thing. It's just something that happens in your life. No,
1: it happens to a bunch of us and we just sort of go with it and uh, it's not. It is what it is. Yeah, it's just an attunement sort of thing. And I think it's kind of cool. Yeah, sometimes it is. Sometimes it's disturbing, but it's mostly cool. It's (laughs) easy for me to say it's cool (laughs) because
0: I'm not dealing with it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So back to the movie. Uh, I don't know, I think that conversation was cool it, what we're talking about <laughs> with this film. So then so- she, they have that weird little moment and then Dakota's like, well, come to the tomahawk later, bring your friend and so I'm like, well, dinner's this- on me. Oh, that's right. So that's a thing that people do to try to be like, don't worry, I'm cool. Let's all hang out. So...
0: Actually, we've done that, so we I have guess done that's that. a bad... <laughs>
1: But but here's the thing, like I just
0: felt really weird about it. Like in this movie. you and
1: I, so my boyfriend I was dating before you is a lovely person. Yeah, lovely person. He and I get along great. Yeah, w- I mean, we haven't spoken in a very long time because of just life. Um, but he's a lovely person. you you like him as a person. Mm-hmm. I like him as a person. He likes us as people. No attraction whatsoever. That's why we broke up. So we like have had situations where we'll like, you know, I, I don't, have we ever hung out with him?
0: Yeah. We went to breakfast.
1: Oh, that's right. I totally forgot about that.
0: Yeah. I At a really good little diner.
1: Yeah. We, we hung out. We've like talked on the phone, like whatever. It's, it's cool. Yeah. But I've also had situations where I had dated somebody and when we broke up and I started seeing someone else, he was like, "Oh no, we're totally cool. We're totally cool. We should all go like to to go see a movie. We should play poker together. And I'm like, "Yeah, that's so cool. We're gonna be friends. everything's cool. Not cool. We were not cool, okay? Yeah. It was just one of those things that that people do to like try to be cool. Everyone should be cool. If you're in a relationship with a person that you respect, yeah, and that you care about as a human being, and it ends amicably, there is no reason why you can't be cool.
0: But you also, and I think it's one thing, don't have to be. Right. You don't have to be at all. And you can say no or or you don't have to offer to hang out. Like it's not an expectation. Right.
1: But but there is no reason to not be cool, which is a thing that annoys the shit out of me. Like be a mature adult person. And if you, you know, have respect for a person that you had been in a relationship at some point. Like, you can totally have a really nice friendship. Mm-hmm. Like, it seemed like maybe these people kind of had in this movie, except didn't, obviously. I think one of the important
0: <laughs> variables in that equation is, is the when banging. you're ending a relationship, is if you're the partner who it doesn't matter if you initiate it or not, like, isn't okay and isn't ready yet yeah, to articulate and be like, no, listen. force
1: that shit. No, Back from our tangent, we are at the Tomahawk Restaurant, which is slightly racist. I'm, yeah. <laughs> slightly? Uh, I, obviously, I was, you know, being facetious. Um, So it's a Native American-themed restaurant where all the people who are servers are dressed in fringy leather with, like, weird... Jewelry that I think is supposed to look vaguely Native American. <sighs> uh, whatever we can I've yelled on. at two
0: thousand and five. Let's say enough. we can move
1: on. So Dean and and Marisol come to the bar. They, uh, what's her name comes up. Dakota comes up and she's like, "Ugh, you two are so gross." It's where I barf now or something stupid. I'm like, "Bitch, you invited them. Yeah, you can't be mad." So she's obviously jealous. And then behind them, as they're sitting at the bar talking to Dakota, Mm -hmm. the professor and his wife walk through. That's what is implied. And he gives Dakota this creepy eye like, oh, man. Um, And so Jensen and his lady friend order to go. And um, Dakota goes into the kitchen. And so she's in the kitchen. And the scene. fucking professor busts into the kitchen, and first of all, she would not be alone in the kitchen. Where are all the people who work with her to protect her from this skeezy ass motherfucker? Where are just the people working the kitchen? Not even. Well, that's what I'm her. saying. Yeah. Where Where are they? They're nowhere. So she's by herself. Smoke break. Yeah, that sounds legit. The professor comes in like a creep.
0: Oops, I was looking for the bathroom, so I went through the kitchen door.
1: Yeah. And then we get, uh, um, he's like, oh, have you thought about my proposition? And she's basically like, yeah, you can fuck off. And so we get a shot of his hand and oh, he's man. playing with his wedding ring. And she says something. If you
0: play with that ring any hard? twist that ring any harder, your finger's going to pop off. Something like that, yeah. No, it's important. Oh, is that- yeah. Well,
1: yeah, but she makes a comment about his wedding ring on messing with it.
0: He just like grins and then goes for a full reach up her oh, skirt. Oh, he go
1: he like grabs her whole butt and she slaps him good. Fuck that. Yeah, fucking fuck piece that of guy. shit. So he like runs out. And then the pathway calls on the phone. And they the, it's a woman
0: mm-hmm.
1: and she just starts berating her. Oh,
0: this call.
1: Yeah, saying wow. you're weak. Jake doesn't want to be with you. Jake is... is He deep. knows
0: you fucked all his friends. Who'd want to be oh, with a girl like that? That's right.
1: You have daddy issues, basically.
0: You're, it's calling her a slut.
1: Yeah. Uh, then she starts screaming on the phone.
0: And then the person's like, good. Now you're angry. We can do something well, with
1: that. And they say, I want to help you. And I'm like, um... What? Yeah. <laughs> is, yeah. So then we cut to... Jake, he's telling, Dean is telling Marisol while their food is getting ready uh, about his mom's accident. And he says, I was nine months old. It was a snowstorm. We were moving down here to be closer to my uncle or something. Yeah. And there was a car accident and my mom got hurt. And that's all we get.
0: And we were we were lucky to survive.
1: Right. Yeah. And then Dakota comes out like with this creepy like fake smile on her face and just like plops down their food and is like bye and that's pretty much it and then he's so they got their food to go because he has planned a very special date Jesus, which turns out to be him getting a tattoo from a terrible tattoo artist by the way who keeps like cutting him well you get that's the whole point of it yeah but he's like digging into him with the needle like it's not
0: (laughs) supposed to and dean's looking at him and the guy at one point goes i quit smoking today (laughs) so weird it was so weird so he's getting a tattoo of an orchid because it's the flower he always brings his mom and there was a moment about that then they're doing shots they're doing shots and eating while he's getting a tattoo on his inner arm getting it
1: eating while you're getting a tattoo is not unheard of Doing shots is not safe because alcohol say, is a blood it thinner. Thins your blood, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's also not legal in most states now,
0: or well, in the state of make believe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> because it's a blood thinner, it can be dangerous. It also is a mind altering substance, so you could potentially like make a real bad decision and then try to hold the tattoo artist liable. All that fun stuff. Those are the things I think of when I watch stuff like this. How unsafe it is. <laughs> Um, There's fake Nine Inch Nails music. Oh, my God. The tattoo artist has a little Satan tattoo under his sleeve. When he moves, you can see it peeking out from his sleeve. Like, hi, guys. I'm Satan. And then Marisol goes to eat her French fries.
0: And we have the professor's ring
1: finger. In the French fries.
0: And everyone jumps and startled. And I actually liked that Dean was like, ah, my
1: arm. Yeah. That was funny. I actually, this was a funny scene. And so we cut back to the restaurant. The cops are there. They're bringing out a body bag. Mm-hmm. I need to ask this question. When did she do it? No idea. How did she do it?
0: Also no idea. Cause he left the kitchen and I thought right. he was either back with his wife at the table or left the restaurant. And
1: it would have taken a very long time for her to dismember him. And also how did no one see? Oh, that's right. Cause the kitchen's empty, but,
0: it does help when you're um, – no wonder the, it took a while to get their food.
1: And then she's dead? I th- I didn't think she was dead, but I guess she's dead. I guess
0: they say she mutilated herself. We never see her body.
1: Right. But we do see later in that weird uh, situation that occurs that she comes up as like a – Don't uh, – A ghosty We'll get to that. Thing. We'll get to that. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know if she does. She's dead. I don't know. I guess she's dead. They say she's dead. Uh, they didn't say she's dead. They said she mutilated herself. They didn't say that she died.
0: It – I got from the implication from that watching it, I was like, "Oh, she's dead."
1: I didn't because they were talking about her self mutilation, and to me, that doesn't mean death. I guess that's just unfortunately my line of work. I've seen a lot of self mutilation that's yeah. not
0: and, that and doesn't wind my up my first instinct because I don't work with that at all. I was like, "Oh, she's mutilated." Well, it's not even
1: that. I mean, I've <laughs> look, I've seen people who like cut their legs open with butcher knives, and they're they they do not even flinch. So, I mean, it's i don't know that like mutilating yourself doesn't necessarily mean that you're dead so that's why i was really really confused okay i thought she was gonna pop back up later she did in a weird way um so then uncle ross is there the cop he has the best instincts in this movie Uh, i think he's involved in the final thing right no wasn't he involved he was involved crashes I know that, but he was involved in the initial final thing, like the initial situation that caused this thing. I don't think so. I think he was. All right. So he says, My God, what have you gotten into? <laughs> the most legit question. Uh meet me at my cabin. We'll be alone there. And I wrote, sounds legit, Uncle Ross. I wrote, All right,
0: Uncle Ross. <laughs> Maybe you should be more of a cop and less of an uncle here, and take him in for questioning.
1: <laughs> and so, this is where I wrote: Is Jensen Ackles a demon baby? Is he a Satan baby in this movie?
0: Do you want to really reveal that this early? Um.
1: Well, let's just say that I'm. How about we? Fr- not far off. At this moment, Sam. This is when I turned to you and said, "I know what's happening." Let and me made tell a you.
0: Really, really pretty if you're throwing a bullseye you're definitely in that outer of the inner rings yeah I'm, not on the border of the inner ring i yeah. got
1: everything right except for the creepiest thing
0: how could you have gotten that right though
1: exactly
0: it would have you would have been pulling it would have been a snow beast is ass. her
1: is her mom yeah. moment is is yes what it would have been. yes exactly
0: yeah. so i actually wrote at this moment when will girlfriend actually expose her demon
1: tattoo? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what are, are they banging? mark.
1: So then he goes to Uncle Ross's cabin with a girl he's known for three days. Checks out. He's looking for Uncle Ross. He finds him in the backyard. He's field dressing a deer. There's blood <laughs> everywhere. There's knives everywhere. He's burying the remains in a hole. He's burying the remains in a pit is what yep. it is. He, she asks what he's doing. He says, uh, It's a Native American ritual that I taught to Jake when he was a child. Jake is Dean. I keep calling him.
0: I feel like that was meant to be more of a point that they just didn't flesh out in the story because it doesn't make any sense. No, it
1: doesn't matter. Yeah. So, yeah, it
0: was. This is a glorious um, cabin they're at, by the way.
1: Yeah, it's super cute in the middle of the woods. Very well decorated. Yeah, it's cool. Uh so then they're back they're inside the cabin he's telling his uncle about the pathway Ross is like fuck this shit i'm going to the fbi why don't you spend the night here uh and then here here i wrote <laughs> we totally don't have some weird plan for you cuz i yeah. thought uncle ross was like
0: deep, in on the deep in on the, in
1: on the the plan that's the only yeah. part i got wrong i think kind of maybe
0: i really liked where the scene gave us some really good bobcat dean Stuffed Bobcat Dean, fireplace eye contact. So,
1: okay. So Uncle Ross leaves and it's Dean and Marisol on the couch together and it's dark and there's the fireplace
0: Semantic. and they're
1: cuddling. And so I just, okay, they've only been together for three days. They've only known each other as people yeah. for three days. They have like a very intimate and tender relationship mm-hmm. in a way that most people don't have after years. Um, they, they have good chemistry.
0: Oh yeah. I had no problem with them. And
1: she, they're just like nuzzling and like gently kissing. And I'm like, this is not a new relationship. This is not a new relationship. This is not how you act with someone that you're obviously in lust with because you've known her for three days and are bringing yeah. her up to your uncle's cabin to like solve your family mysteries or whatever. It just like was very bizarre. And then we get. An even weirder thing that happens with, they're like making out tenderly.
0: And then over the fireplace is a full life-size stuffed Bobcat.
1: Yes. Staring, staring at them. Staring
0: at them. And Dean starts staring back at it. And they're like emphasizing that they're looking at each other's eyes. And then in the Bobcat's eyes, we get this flash of fire.
1: Yeah. Fire eyes, superimposed, so sexy. And then Dean's like, uh now. I'm creeped out." He's like, "No, we got uh, we're, we're not doing this anymore. We got to go. Something's wrong." You got basically.
0: Bobcatted lady killed the mood.
1: Yeah. So, so then, it's just really weird. So it just suddenly hit me. I think I know. Is the actress's name Shannon Sossaman or something yep. like that? It's
0: a really weird name. I or hard to pronounce. Listen, Shannon, S-H-A-N-N-Y-N, Sossamon.
1: I, I know Shannons who spell their name like that, but I don't know why I remember that, but that's her name. Just hit me right now. Uh, she is not uh, great at delivering lines all the time. And so while we're driving, her and Dean are driving... Away from the cabin. She just is randomly like. Jake. Talk to me. Out of no. Like. They're silent. And she just is saying that. And she says it in this like. Really like. Ugh! Kind of way. And he. Like doesn't <laughs> respond at all. And then all of a sudden they drive up. Upon Uncle Ross's truck. Totally yeah. smashed up on the side of the road.
0: Into a tree. Yeah. Uncle Ross is sitting there behind the wheel. With a tree branch through his head.
1: Through his head. How, ear to ear and it's listen it's not a big tree branch it's no. like a stick that my kid can pick up and walk around with like i believe but a big it, one you hit it full speed it's gonna
0: do some damage and then snap right it's not gonna structurally it's not gonna intact. pierce your
1: head yeah and come out it, the other side it
0: reminded me of in the beginning of the descent where all of a sudden the the, the husband gets that freaking spear steel through him
1: well not no not even a little bit because this is like a old dead tree branch that you find out in the no. yard that blew down.
0: I just mean like that kind of impact, but it, it it's but it goes treated like a steel spear.
1: Sure, but it goes through his head, and then the others. It just looks like he has antlers because of the yes. way that the tree branch. Yes, it's, it was it was pretty dumb. Um, so then Dean is uh struggling to get into the truck to try to save his uncle who's very clearly dead clearly very dead when he touches he touches his uncle through the door and he sees a vision of the crash and what actually happened yeah and so the uncle was talking on his cell phone or something or he had picked up his cell phone yeah he it was ringing oh it was ringing and he answered the phone and then all of a sudden The demon's fist punches through (laughs)
0: it was kind of comical. Punches
1: through the windshield and he swerves.
0: Yeah, into like this upward big tree. Into
1: the tree and dies, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Did the demon shove the stick through his head? No, no, no. It Um, was it
0: was implied that like it caused him to swerve and then he impacted and it was in the crash.
1: Yeah, but the way that it it just looked like something put it in his head. But whatever. Uh so now we cut to church. They're at a church. It's the funeral for Uncle Ross. Dean is mad. Everyone is sad. Yeah. Marisol is way too sad for me. Oh, my she, God. It's like
0: the fifth day he's known her. Right? And she's, she's like
1: laying on his shoulder like. Oh, she's more Uncle like taking off
0: than she, he is.
1: She's way too involved and invested. And I'm like, this bitch is definitely evil. And this needs to like be exposed very soon because this movie is too much for me right now. Um. Dean
0: gets up in the middle of the you know funeral service and walks out angrily into the lobby and this is where while they're talking we see the title of the movie in a quote no he's the-
1: hugging her yeah. she she's hugging him and he's just staring at this poster that's behind her on the wall and it's a quote from Matthew. I don't I didn't write it yeah, down. Yeah, it's an evil
0: spirit quote where like Satan likes to devour the souls.
1: Yeah, so it just highlights Satan is like a lion among people and he devours your soul. So it just highlights Satan, lion, devour. Satan lion devour. And yeah, I just at Sam and I was and like, he ah, makes this the face He's he makes this face like, <sighs> And he's like, I need to see an old friend. And he leaves. And, and so I'm assuming well, it's anyone but who it actually is yeah
0: i assume he's going somewhere no it transitions to he goes back into the church and he's talking to
1: the priest and i also got really confused by this um so he he goes into the priest he's talking to the priest about satan and the priest is like well you know it's more of a concept than a person you know and he starts asking the priest about possession and self mutilation mm-hmm. and the priest takes out the Bible to start citing uh, you know uh, passages about exorcism yeah. and um, you know, banishing of demonic entities or something. I don't know. And all of a sudden Dean just stands up and, and like runs out and I'm like, yeah. what happened? Did, did, so he was him, was him reading that to him? banishing him like did that make him leave because he's a demon baby or did he just was he just like oh I got what I needed bye because he didn't even say anything he just stood up and ran out as soon as he started reading the passage
0: I went with the latter of the two I think he was just like they were talking about possession and he's like oh I got it and I'm out that's what I got
1: because the priest opened the book and he was sitting right next to him like not looking like he was gonna move and he started to read it. And then all of a sudden, he stood up and ran out.
0: I think you're giving this movie way too much credit for okay. the first option.
1: Okay. That's, that was because just... Because
0: they did not do a good job of because setting up anything. That was
1: not what I got from the scene initially. But after watching it and reading what I had written, like, wait, why did he just get up and run out?
0: That would have made a lot, been really cool, actually, if that was yeah. the underlying reason. Again, I,
1: I think you're right. I'm thinking... I'm, you know, I'm giving the movie too much credit. So then he when decides we it,
0: that's how we're doing that scene though. Yeah. Yep.
1: So then he decides, uh, you know what? I got what I need from the priest. Now I gotta go see the tattoo man with the Satan tattoo. Yep. And so he's talking to Wally, Walt Oh something. Oh, I just want to Tattoo you that. Tattoo Man is a is now Christian. He converted. He says some funny stuff. He's talking yeah. about a black like the black mass and uh, you got to make a sacrifice, and the more you give, the more you get.
0: Dean asks him, "Why? Why did you worship Satan?" And he he said, "Well, the, you get a lot more pussy at a black mass than at mass.
1: <laughs> no, then at a Metallica. Concert. Or than at a Metallica concert, yeah. yeah. Uh, so then he starts asking, you know, are there anyone who make human sacrifices?" And he's like, "Ah, oh, no." Kind of clams up. He Well, he says, "Oh, I don't know, most of the people that I ever hung out with were like bankers and stuff. They weren't yep. really into that hardcore stuff. So Dean's trying to find some like hardcore sacrificers, apparently. Oh, yeah.
0: And Walt doesn't want to give it up because he says, you don't cross people
1: who are willing. So you do know his name is Walt.
0: I did. I just saw it after. I just did too. I wrote it down too. As I was reading that <laughs> quote, I wrote dash Walt. So he goes. <laughs> you don't cross people who are willing to give up their souls, which I yeah. thought was, again, a good quote.
1: Well, and then I wrote down Walt is the best actor in the place. Oh, he's, yeah. He's really, he it's was either very Walt good.
0: or D- Dean's dad.
1: Yeah. Sorry, Dean. Uh, Dean's a runner up no, for like he's, third or fourth. Listen, yeah, he's, he's, he's fine. He's fine. He's good. He's better in. in. Uh, he's more seasoned in Supernatural. He's better with a comedic edge. Because he's very funny. Oh, he's
0: hysterical. He's, no, he's, he's better playing
1: something that. with a comedic edge. This movie had no comedic edge. So I think it... No, Connie
0: know. was the closest it had to comedic edge. And yeah, it wasn't funny.
1: it was scary. Yeah. <laughs> so then uh, he gives Dean the... One guy. One yeah. guy. So he uh, winds up going to the Satan Man house, is what I called him. This actor, who this is the Satan Man... He's in everything. He's in so many things. He was in Shawshank Redemption. Uh, I can't even remember anything else. It's the only thing that's coming to mind right now. He's been in so many things.
0: William Sadler.
1: William Sadler. Google his face. You'll recognize him, I promise. Um,
0: He was in Bill and Ted. He was in Die Harder. Yeah.
1: Oh, he played... you wouldn't recognize him in Bill and Ted probably because he played the, uh, he played death. <laughs> so he had paint all over his face. Uh, so yeah, so he asks, so Dean is like, Oh, I called you. I told you I was coming over. We need to talk. And the guy goes, I don't know. Have I sold books to you before? Yeah. Um, and so I wrote, and, and Dean's like, Uh, no. And so this is where I wrote, This is either like he, is blacking out and doing things without knowing it Mm -hmm. or he's related to somebody that this guy knows Yeah, because he's a demon baby i know that i know that by this point i don't know how i know that but i know that by this point it's there's just little stupid things that have been like like weird crappy clues that i picked up on So this is where it's turned into a different movie.
0: Oh, my God. This movie, this is unreal how different this ending is than the rest of the movie. Once
1: Uncle Ross dies, this shit pops off in the weirdest way ever. In weird ways. The weirdest way. So then, so he goes into this guy's house, whose name I don't think we ever get. Uh, His name's
0: Ivan on IMDb, but I don't think we ever got that. So
1: Ivan, there we go. So they're talking about Pathway. Uh, he tells he tells Ivan about pathway, and Ivan says, That's funny it's called Pathway because Pathway is what we call the connection between Satan and the possessed. And he starts talking about, um, you know, why is the game on the internet? Blah, blah, blah. And he says, Well, of course it's on the internet. There's way more connection. It's mm-hmm. easier to do. It's
0: easier to get.
1: He makes
0: a message spread.
1: He he says a quote that kind of cried me up. He's like, Imagine if Hitler had the internet. Like his his reach, and in my head, I wrote Trump tweets. Trump tweets anyone?
0: Yeah, because that's we we don't have to imagine.
1: We, we don't have, have to imagine. Idea. We've lived that life for and, the last uh, few years. We're good. Thanks. Yeah, I'll set. Thanks. Yeah. Um, so he starts to describe this tech guy. That's what I call him. He's oh, I didn't get a name. He's like a, an Elon Musk type <laughs> dude, and he says this guy is the baddest of the bad. And he's on the cover of a magazine. He's a high-ranking...
0: Aiden Cater. I actually did write the name down because it was ridiculous. There we go. He uh, runs a video game company. Right,
1: called Cater Games because I wrote that down. There we go. Look at us. Game <laughs> work. Getting all the names. <laughs> Before the end of the movie. <laughs> we can do it. Uh, so this is where we see Dean recognizes the guy's face because he's he's the face from the dream thing that he had where the guy was lighting the the rave on fire and he tackled him
0: yeah which also oh we didn't mention when he tackles him he looks back and it's like a goat's face
1: oh that's right It's really weird
0: nothing ever came from that that was was very
1: weird weird. that was stupid i can say that it was stupid
0: oh yeah it was uh
1: so so ivan is talking about i taught this guy cater whatever I taught him how to conjure Satan and Mm -hmm. he's very dangerous. And I stopped teaching people after him because he's fucking scary. He's sort of like a Voldemort. So then all of a sudden, Ivan and Dean are in a cemetery taking a little walk, having a little jaunt. Uh, A cemetery jaunt is actually one of my favorite things, but
0: yeah, it's very peaceful,
1: very relaxing. So he says his wife was pregnant. Her name was Anne. And she was worried, you know, something with the baby was going to go wrong and she wanted him to sacrifice something for her because they're Satanists and that's what they do. Mm-hmm. Let's talk in a minute about real Satanists. These people are not real Satanists. Yeah. They're the fake movie Satanists. <laughs> yes, I
0: think we'll leave it at that. Because and so, that will
1: elongate the episode. So, um, she says, Well, uh, not just any sacrifice, we're going to need a human sacrifice for this baby. And Ivan's like, n- n- no. Yeah, not.
0: Ivan correctly is like, that's a bit much. We're not doing that. A goat, dog, cow, cat. Sure, fuck them. But people is where I draw
1: the line. And you know what? Good. So then for some strange reason, uh, Cater, the guy, what's his name? Alex? Aiden. Aiden. Aiden Cater. For some strange reason, he comes and apparently sacrifices uh. Ivan's wife and baby, because yeah. he finds a bunch of blood, but he doesn't find the body of either of them.
0: Oh, yeah, because he goes, and all I have to remember her by is this empty grave.
1: Right. And here's where I wrote, oh, so Jensen is the Satan baby and yeah. missing bodies, duh, they're both alive. Yep. Right? Fucking dumb. <sighs> Listen, I think it was telegraphed from very early on in the movie. I just. That's just my personal opinion. So then we go back to Dean and he's talking to Marisol about possession. He's not
0: talking at her. He's He's yelling at Marisol.
1: Because she's questioning. She's like, um. It seems a bit much. Yeah. So he's, she's being very rational Mm -hmm. and he's just losing his shit. And so then she goes, you know what? This is just too heavy for me. Like I'm, I'm out. Thank
0: you. That is the right reaction to how but, he's behaving. But hold
1: on. This conversation is too heavy, not any of the oh, things that have happened. I mean, that's
0: very this, fair as this well. This man that
1: you've known for five days that you've hung on to like he's a delicious hunk of chocolate or something.
0: When you realize inside it's a um, uh, cream fill of crazy.
1: Uh, yes. Yeah, so this is too heavy. Okay. Whatever. So that's that's another thing where I was like, mm, she's just saying that to, be, to get him to do something because she's a fucking bad guy. And we are going to find out <laughs> soon. I hope. God damn it. We're almost at the end of the movie. So, that so then we
0: get a scene, Dean goes back to, I don't know if it's his dad or Ross or whatever. I think it's Uncle Ross's cabin, right?
1: No, it's his basement at his, his house. It's his basement. Yeah. And
0: he's reaching to the walls and this is- Hold on. pulling out these little containers.
1: Can we just say, I don't understand how he knew that there was something in the wall. He just happened to like go up to a wall and stick his hand yeah. inside of it and fiddle around and pull out a box.
0: So- This is something I have a comment on. But so he's pulling out a box, and it's old newspaper clippings. And I wrote, it's such a shame with the internet that people don't keep boxes of old newspaper clippings anymore (laughs) in their walls. I really feel like we're missing out on some good wall boxes. Right. A
1: hundred years from now, finding shit in walls is so fucking cool. Yeah. A hundred years from now, you're not going to find anything fun in walls anymore. You're going to find like a USB drive. You're
0: going to plug in. You're going to a virus no one can get anymore. Real sad. Yeah. Missing out. Uh, Folks, so he- print out your your internet <laughs> archives and hide them in walls for the future.
1: So he, uh, he finds clippings of occult groups and then one of the Satan guy, Ivan, that he was talking to. Yeah. And this is where it was in my mind solidified, like, you're definitely a Satan baby. Your parents mm-hmm. definitely stole you from the Satan people. Uh, oh. They're coming to get you through this stupid pathway game. I don't understand how anything else fits, but. Who cares? And
0: I really don't understand the logic of what's about what happens next.
1: Yes. This, what happens I'm next? I'm
0: angry about this.
1: Turns. Cray cray.
0: So he turns around to go back up the stairs and ghost Connie is standing right there. Yes. And goes something along like, hey, bud, can't let you do that. And punches him in the face and knocks him out. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, how? I don't know. And it's never explained. So don't worry about it. Okay. Fair enough. So I then just, I've lodged my complaint. So then Dean wakes up. <laughs> uh, the dead Ginger is sitting there. And Dean is at the tech Satan's house. Somehow. Somehow. The dead Ginger's like, yep, you're here. Sorry about that, buddy. Uh, Hell's not so bad. Yeah. And then he disappears. Then we get our villain lecture from our villain. Who- is he really a villain? Is he exactly? I was just gonna say he's never really introduced to us. He's, a, he's gone in about yeah, he's a minute and out like, uh, and it just that's why this movie annoys the shit out of me. Yeah, like, this guy just drops in out of nowhere. Nothing established. Like we have no idea why. He's an, an don't, exposition we character. We don't care about him. He's barely exposition. Barely. Yeah. So he gives a little villain lecture about the Affirming, pathway. Yeah. It was all a test, and you passed it.
0: We were looking for you the whole time.
1: Yeah, they created pathway just to find him. So yes, it's he. It's confirmed he is the stolen Satan baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, he was chosen. He's a by the devil, and he's a baby. And he looks when he was a baby, or something. I don't know. <laughs>
0: I don't and know. He's like, yeah, it's all bullshit. And he goes, look, and he holds grabs Dean's arm, his orchid orchid tattoo shifts to a demon it turns to into a satan, satan goat a satan head tattoo Pimble.
1: yeah so then, then dean
0: murders a guy right
1: then he's like no and he throws <laughs> the aiden guy over um
0: off the balcony off, of these stairs right. into like a little reflecting pool where he cracks his head and dies
1: yeah and then he floats up in a very christ-like way yeah that was interesting that was very weird
0: I thought he was gonna start talking and be like, "I'm really not dead. Like I'm, <laughs> like I'm Satan," you know.
1: So then he turns around and there's dead Dakota. Which at this point, I was like, "Wait, she's dead because it's the ghost mm-hmm. of her," I guess. Um, and I guess and a she,
0: ghost just means you have like a slightly bluish hue to your makeup, right?
1: She gives him a little kissy poo. She has fire oh. eyes. So then, hold on. So then this is this is the thing that is weird to me. The ghost people that just showed up, Mm -hmm. are they just a projection of Satan? Because Satan is in charge at this point, I guess. Like Satan is running the show.
0: It's kind of like Ghost of Best Friends Past.
1: Right? I, I don't know.
0: I have nothing. It made no sense. Her showing up really adds nothing.
1: Well, that's why I was super confused earlier. And I'm like, no, she's not dead. They didn't say she died. I don't know. So then he realizes from this conversation with this Aiden guy that his mom is alive, Anne, that he was stolen from Anne and Ivan. And so now he's going to go find his mama.
0: And his instinct is to drive back to Uncle Ross's cabin. Well, well, part way back.
1: Hold on. How does he just leave that compound? This guy's like Elon Musk, he's like a bajillionaire, he owns everything, he runs everything. How, do, how does he not have bodyguards that saw that he was murdered? How does he not have bodyguards who are watching the property? How How is Dean able to just, like, get into his car and be like, bye, I'm getting out of here?
0: Hey, remember when I asked questions about a ghost? I'm going to save the answer. Don't worry about it.
1: Oh, okay. Just.
0: My just, only actual thought is, like, all right, this guy is apparently, like, conjured Satan. And Satan's like, hey, this is what I need you to do. This guy's legit. Let he's, him do his he's thing. He's clear in the path. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Sure why not uh so as you were saying
0: so he Jeep cherokee's out of there which is interesting that his jeep cherokee was there even though he's knocked out by a ghost and brought there yeah but uh, anyway, anyways i just thought of that and that's annoying um he starts <laughs> driving towards uncle ross's cabin his car immediately breaks down on that same so, stretch of road we've been on four times already
1: so why is he going to uncle ross's cabin don't how does he it. know that don't even
0: worry about oh
1: it. no i remember now because he has that red flash and he remembers from oh. the very beginning the first scene where he finds the woman in the cabin mm-hmm. with the snake biting him the naked woman in the cabin and so he but rem- wasn't that
0: a totally different cabin in the woods
1: listen it it definitely looked like a different cabin but i'm pretty sure it was supposed to be the same cabin but they had the other cabin. It's, the layout was mm. the layout was the same. It just didn't have any of the. But it was like yet.
0: a one floor little cabin in the woods in that first scene.
1: Yeah, I know. Uh, listen. If hey. I
0: say cabin in the woods one more time, I'm gonna want to watch a different movie,
1: a better movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anyways, he gets out, starts running, and he gets to the cabin.
1: Right. So he runs off through the woods, and so we are because uh, we did get that flashback to that first scene. Mm. So we're coming full circle now. So he's at his uncle's cabin. He finds the crying. He hears the crying lady in there.
0: He grabs the knife. All right. So there was a knife shown on the windowsill.
1: Yeah, there was a knife just sticking out of the uh, wooden railing. Yeah,
0: originally the first time we visited there. And now it's covered in blood and he Mm -hmm. grabs it.
1: So now he walks into the cabin and it's the same lady, but this time she has clothes on she's facing away from him. He can't see her face. Yeah. And he goes into the cabin and it's basically the same layout of the cabin. It's just mm-hmm. now it's furnished in the original one. It was not, uh, we get the flashback to the beginning and
0: and he says like, I know who you are instead of a pro- instead of like trying to
1: touch mm-hmm. her. And so she gets up and turns to him and she's, I, I wrote, she looks all unwell. Yeah, she just has this look on her face. Like she's not quite there yeah she's not feeling great then we uh flash to red because she touches his face and then we this is where we get the
0: whole flashback the
1: story so we get the red scene there's some woods running it's his uh parents his mom and dad not his birth parents apparently Mm -hmm. they're running through the woods with him as a little baby satan is chasing them uh, the mom fell, rolled down the hill a little bit, and and hit some trees, and I guess broke her back.
0: Yeah, is that what and happened? That's what I'm assuming. And then dad just throws him, her over his shoulder, holding the baby the other hand. And yeah, keeps going. And just,
1: yeah, that dad is badass. Yeah. Ah, uh, so that is that.
0: And there's like a shot of like, you know, Mama Satan can't keep up, and she's like, no. Yeah, she's like, like, like crawling on hand. the ground, yeah. like
1: ah.
0: I felt kind of bad for her. Your baby was just stolen.
1: Uh, you're about to not feel bad for her because she's fucking gross. Also true. Uh, <laughs> so then uh, Dean slow walks outside to a very fancy rock circle. And yeah, I really a, actually
0: liked it. It was really Yeah, pretty. there's a
1: stump in the center with a chalice. Yeah, it I might looks, redo that. It looks a lot like the scene from the Body Bot movie that we watched. Oh, you oh, didn't yeah. watch that, did you? Did you no, watch I watched it? The Body. Oh, you did. Evil oh, that's Takes right. Root. You yeah, did. Yeah. You did.
0: Go watch Evil Takes Root. Curse the Body Bot. It was good. Tom yeah, it Downey's was fun. In it.
1: Uh, and it stars our buddy Tom Downey. Yeah. Um. Well, it's one of the stars. It
0: actually also reminded me of a scene from a season other two or three of True Blood. There's a season where oh, this, wow. um, this witch terrible. kind of comes in and there's these big orgies at this no mansion, but they have a lot of like outdoor rituals, and there's a big climactic scene. I couldn't this huge get
1: through the first season outdoor of ritual. that show. It was just like too much.
0: You know, it's definitely not the best, but I enjoyed parts. I enjoyed a few, few seasons of it.
1: It was softcore porn with some vampires, and so I was not interested in any of it. So we're at the rock circle, and there is so much blood. All the blood. There's blood dripping down from the... Canopy of trees, apparently
0: well, let's say what it is it's the corpses of his mother and father hung up above
1: the chalice, yeah, just dripping down yeah he okay, his scream not not I, no. I just wrote, oh Dean it wasn't it was not convincing let's say that uh it yeah
0: it was I just feel like even Jensen didn't believe this script so he couldn't
1: get yeah it. by the end he was just like, guys I'm done. Uh. So, he goes to stab his mom because she—I don't even—I don't know. She says some stuff or something. I don't know. He goes to stab her. She screams Mm -hmm. and then turns into Marisol.
0: Wow. Is my reaction. Yeah. No, what's
1: even grosser. So hold on. Once we got to the cabin and we saw the mom and he had that little moment Mm -hmm. in my head, I thought to myself, oh God, is Marisol like somehow like nodding
0: my head, his,
1: his like mom, like I didn't understand. I knew there was some weird connection because she had to have come back. Mm-hmm. She had to be a bad guy. Right?
0: I mean, from moment one, she was a bad guy.
1: Yeah. Uh so, but oh, she is his mom, the lady he's been making out with tenderly for the last few days. Yeah, good thing the bobcat gave him fire eyes and he didn't go for any further. Realsies. So she says, drink the chalice of blood and accept who you were born to be. And he kind of melts down a little bit and he's like, and she's like, they're like kissing and like Oh, it's so uncomfortable <sighs> and gross. This is mom. And he's like, Will you be with me? And I wrote gross in big letters. Then they make out and I wrote gross and bigger letters. And then I wrote, Please kill her. And then so he picks up a bone and stabs her with yeah. it. Yeah. So then I wrote, Thank you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> which of course causes her to primally scream and transform into Well, he Satan, tosses devil her version. out of the yeah. circle,
1: which I think was important.
0: Ah, uh, who even knows?
1: If you guys could see me, I uh, my hands are in the air. I don't know. Got nothing. Uh, she turns into Pixel Satan and holds him down and starts to like, dump the, the chalice of blood down his throat. And as she's doing it, we get a vision of yeah, his mother was Satan, apparently, mm-hmm. and she's giving birth to him, uh, Jensen Satan baby. And as soon as she gives birth, his parents, mom and dad, who stole him, burst into the cabin. How they knew
0: to be there, no idea.
1: Right. So we've gotten this whole flashback story backward is basically what has happened up until Mm -hmm. now. And so what had happened is the, I guess, the tech guy who just got murdered a little while ago stole Satan and her baby. Sure. Uh, uh, I don't know.
0: No, 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 no. So it's backwards. So tech guy and Satan, who was our Ooh, Ivan Because he guy's conjured. Wife, she, I assumed the sacrifice, so they fake sacrifice. Yeah, the yeah, wife, yeah. Was so that she would be safer. And I assume part of the deal was Satan's like, this is my child now.
1: Well, no, but Satan actually gave birth to the baby. So I thought that either Satan possessed yep. Anne, yeah, right? That's what, that, I'm that's what I yep. thought too. Okay. But then I also thought, oh, but wait, didn't they require a human sacrifice? So maybe they, they, yeah, there's a lot of humans sacrificed Anne and Satan got the baby in it somehow. I don't maybe. Know. Yeah. Maybe. It could be. Anything could happen. Because
0: that's not Anne in that moment. That is Satan it's in the straight flesh. Up having that baby.
1: Black, oily Satan with yeah. hooves. Uh, so Satan gives birth to the baby. These people taking advantage of Satan's weakness after birthing. Uh, you know. As steal he, the baby. As, as
0: it's well known. Happens. Right.
1: Right. Uh, they steal the baby and they run off into the woods together. And then they. And then the
0: whole back break. She and all falls
1: that, down yeah. a hill and hurts herself. The scene we talked about earlier. That part they, is where it goes. They raise him in a Catholic household where he has weird waking nightmares and visions of murdering people. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Sure um so force feeds and blood has that vision so then he wakes up in the sunshiny morning in the woods the cops are pulling him up and they're like you're a fucking sicko fucked up man he's covered in blood he has blood all around his mouth from drinking the blood all the dead bodies are everywhere including
0: marisol's body
1: was marisol's body there yeah yeah with the the bone through it yeah uh, oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Because I think Satan. Satan was like, fuck you. I think, didn't Satan die? Did Satan die? Did he kill Satan? Is that what happened? And,
0: oh, no. And no, in no, its no, last no, 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 no.
1: throws, it, it no dumped the chalice killed down his Satan. I okay. think
0: Satan was like, screw you then. I
1: don't know. So then we get a
0: voiceover. over to Satan Boogaloo.
1: actually, <laughs> can we write that one? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> to Satan Boogaloo. <laughs> I need that movie. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm picturing Satan doing breakdancing because that was electric (laughs) boogaloo. Okay. Oh, sorry.
0: My jokes hit, they hit, man.
1: Right. Once a month.
0: Once an episode at most. Usually
1: at the end. Can we talk about this voiceover, though? Because I think this is the part you had a problem with.
0: (laughs) It it, 100% is. So the cops take Dean to the car, and I didn't write anything down, did you?
1: Uh, I didn't take notes on it either. It basically is, so that happened. Isn't that terrible? Uh, I didn't either... accept
0: her gift, so she's fucked me over. Yeah. So
1: either I'm a Satan baby, or it's all been a fantasy. Somebody please help me. The end.
0: Yeah. Cop car door shuts. The end. Yeah. Ackles so his face. his his
1: last night. His last line is, "Please help me." And so I wrote, "Same, Jensen Ackles." Same. I wrote,
0: "Who is he asking to help him?" Is he like sitting in a cell, monologuing to somebody, or like writing a story?
1: Yeah. I personally, the only way that I'm cool with this movie is if he is just a disturbed young man. Yes. Who none of this actually happened, and he just went around killing everybody, because it makes sense. If yeah. you if you think back on it, he was alone with everybody before they died, in mm-hmm. some way or another. Or he could have been. He had the he had the ability to be. He had these weird visions like his whole life, basically the waking nightmares and Mm
0: -hmm. whatever desire to kill.
1: Right. And, uh, I just think that it makes for a better movie. If that's how it goes.
0: I mean, that's how the version we would write. That would be the twist.
1: Well, I mean, maybe, maybe not, but, because I always feel like it's kind of like the cheap way out. Yeah, depending on how you this, do it. If, if you do it, it right, if you
0: set it up right, I think it works well.
1: This movie didn't set anything up. You don't want to shamalan it. It didn't. This movie didn't set anything up. No. It just threw a bunch of shit at the wall to see what stuck and then tried to tie it all together with some weird, fucking weird plot lines. And didn't. <sighs> no, certainly did not.
0: Yeah. All the spaghetti that you threw at this wall hit the floor. Yeah. All right, Sam.
1: Do I like this? I no, no, no. I don't like these kind of movies anyway, like the CWB movies. And I was hoping I'd, I'd at least like it a little bit more because it's got Dean Winchester in it. And, oh, nah. I no. tend
0: to love it's, these movies. Hard, hard. It was hard to watch. We talked about it earlier. This one's such a mess that I was frustrated and had a hard time getting through it. It so. was
1: incredibly messy. Uh, we've talked a lot about all the things about it that are not good. And, uh, I'm just going to watch some supernatural.
0: Yeah. That's really what we want <laughs> to just do. Go well, watch
1: supernatural.
0: <laughs> that's what we recommend. All right. Well, there you have it. Um, that was devour 2005. Uh, we hope you didn't watch it, but if you did, we'd love to hear your feedback. You can Yeah, we'd us. also
1: love to know where you watched it.
0: Yes. Curious to see where else it's available. I know I can Google it.
1: If you own this DVD, we want to hear from you. And
0: tell us when you bought it and why. <laughs> and send that information to doilikethispodcast at gmail.com or reach us on our many social media outlets. Uh, Do I Like This Podcast on Instagram? I'm the.ian.james on Instagram. You can reach us, uh, our websites, podcast.com. You can catch us on YouTube, Do I Like This Podcast, for all our episodes, if you want to hear it again in a different format, if you're listening to this right now. Uh, Sam,
1: what's our Twitter? Do I Like This Pod? And Do I Like This Podcast and, on Facebook? And you can please leave us a five-star review yes. on Apple Podcasts because that's how we get, uh, you know, more people paying attention to us and
0: if for some reason you can't do that we'd also accept you telling all your friends family and coworkers to listen to us
1: right that that also helps that works out really well shout out to uh my favorite other brother beef for the uh the nice uh nice words
0: shout out to erica michelle who left us a nice review as well on apple podcast thank you so much
1: Yes, we appreciate everybody who's listening, supporting, sharing, commenting, liking all the stuff you do. We appreciate yeah. you. shout
0: out to Inanimate as well. It was a couple weeks ago, but we're trying to catch up. Thanks for your review.
1: Keep an, keep an ear out for fun new things coming soon.
0: Yes. We can't tell you about all In of In addition
1: yet. to the fun old things that we are currently doing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, next week we will have a monday episode we're real excited it's going to be we watched um best worst movie so the documentary documentary yeah. so that'll be coming out next monday
1: along with our normal episode next week so we can't wait for you guys to hear it bye later